ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the podcast with Jason and Mike. I'm Jason. And I'm Mike. And we're coming to you from the Pud Cave located here in Game Swap in beautiful downtown Lincoln in the great state of North Carolina. Mike, what's going on, brother? Oh. <laughs> That's a hell of a way to start the show. Damn time change. See, man, I've been up way too fucking long, man. <laughs> <laughs> I done drunk through my coffee. Man, I done drunk two cups of coffee. Dude. I'm working on a sun drop now, you know, diet, diet, sun drop. <laughs> I got up at like four this morning. I'm not sure if it was four or three or five. You just know I'm just not early, sure. Man. I'm not sure what time it was <laughs> when I got up. Early as fuck, I can tell you that much, man. And then I wind up going back to sleep and I get up at, I think seven. I'm pretty sure it was seven. But it seemed like 9 o'clock. Right, man. So I'm just, uh, yeah. So I'm eating breakfast and I'm just, you know, kind of waiting around to come here. Hold on, man. Can we take one second? Did you hear that shit? (laughs) What was that? Pudsworth. (laughs) What? God damn it. Hey, quiet that Rolex down. (laughs) Trying to tell a story. Damn it, Pudsworth. It's bad enough you got to show up in your tux every day. I mean, now you got to be showing off your Rolex. Jesus. What was that? What was that alarm? What was that for? 10 o'clock? Yeah, so we starting at 10 o'clock? 10 o'clock. All right, well, well I mean, you know, all right, we're a little early. It's Time 11 because you ain't set it back yet, man. It's say 11? <laughs> you on England time? <laughs> Puttingham time, man. Oh, my God. But let's let's introduce a man. Puttingham, England's very own. Uh. Sir Ian Pudsworth is in the house. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for interrupting you, brother. Oh, I just man. heard that guy. I'm like, what the fuck? Oh, what was that? <laughs> Tell me, trying to wrap it up. Yeah, puzzle's <laughs> like, look, motherfuckers, I ain't got all day. Y'all need to get on this shit. All right. So anyway, I'm eating breakfast, man. Trying to, I don't know what's going on. I'm just sitting there, like, what is, what day is it? What time is it? What, what's going on? Just waiting here. It seems like forever that we're gonna get here. It's like, oh my god, it's seven thirty. <laughs> How am I going to do in between that time? Brother, that that was me. And you know what's funny is I actually slept in. I slept an hour later than usual. Right. Which actually sent me to the original is time. Really? <laughs> is it really late? <laughs> well, if it would have been regular time, then I would have got up at 545. Uh-huh. I, I usually wake up 445. That's my usual time I wake up. So I literally slept an hour later, but I got up on time. Yeah, it's, you know, but man, I've been... Oh, I hate this shit. I do too, man. Can't we just keep it... Can't we just keep one and stick with the shit? Now, I understand back in the day we had to tend the fields and all that bullshit. I understand. <laughs> you know, I understand why we used it. But, God, you know, man, we got this thing called electricity now that actually, uh, you know, powers these things called lights. Lights. That we can use now yeah. if you are tending the fucking field. I mean, <laughs> you know? I mean you know? give me a fucking break, man. I hate this shit. I've hated it forever. I hate having to wake up early when it when it starts. I hate having to readjust when it ends. God damn it, can't we just stick, pick one and stick with it, Mike? All right, all right. I, damn I it, man. Know. Fuck. Well, I like it. I like waking up. I like waking up, and you're probably the same way. Because I'll get up. My not, my normal get-up time is usually anywhere between 6 and 7. Right, right. I like it to still be dark. Yeah, me too, man. At that yeah, time. Yeah, me too. You know? Yeah. Uh, I feel like I'm getting a jump start on the yeah. day, you know? I'm not sure about, I, I never have really liked, it getting dark early. No, man, especially because it, it'll get dark some days before 5, yeah. man. As the winter progresses, there's going to be days where it's literally dark at 5 o'clock, yeah. man. And that seems like, it just seems like forever before it's, you have to go to, it, you know, go to sleep, go to bed, you it's know, whatever. It's man. It's just like, oh, hell, you know, it's like. 
four or five more hours before I even go to bed. Coke can crash, man. And, uh, and uh, I, I'm very fortunate, man. We're both very fortunate that we work in an environment where we have a window. Yeah. You know, so yeah. we can see oh, some yeah, sunlight. Yeah, you know, yeah. but I've been in environments, man, where you didn't have any windows. You had no contact with the outside world, like in these factories and mm-hmm. warehouses I've worked yeah. in. So you go to even it, offices sometimes. Yeah, some offices exactly, yeah. man. You're absolutely right. So you go in and it's dark. You get off and it's freaking dark. Oh yeah, man, that sucks, dude. That yeah. just sucks your soul, brother. Yeah. And uh, like I said, I'm fortunate to where I work in an environment with an, uh, with a window. Yeah. You know, it's so funny. You don't realize how important and how great having a window at your eight hour, eight to ten hour job really can be. It man. can be. I mean, it, it can be the difference between sanity and, and just yeah, oh, yeah. depression, man. You know, really. Of course, there's some people that pass by that window. <laughs> <laughs> Like I don't know, <laughs> might put some shades up. Yeah, but yeah, amen. Right, man, get the blinds down. <laughs> yeah. You know, be peeking out there, motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my home, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh man. <Hold> <laughs> hey, but you know, Mike, something else I want to talk about, brother. We got to give some props, man, to our guest last week. Yeah. Dude, man. first and fright, you know, Ryan. Yes, man, he was here for us last week. We had an outstanding, outstanding interview with him, an outstanding show. Brother, that was fun. And yeah, I just want to give a fun. Uh, Ryan another shout-out and another uh, just a big thank you for being here. Yeah. And uh, I believe, once again, Mike, I think every time we bring people on, it just elevates us and it helps us level up, and we do really good. And then we downgrade like we are this week. And yeah, it's man. just us. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's just, just us puds. Just us. Just us puds. Yeah. At least we got puds working yeah. in the house, man. You know, so. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Well, speaking of bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Good segue. Yeah. Crown Jewel, man. I watched oh. that bullshit show. Let me tell you what. I haven't watched it, Holy man. moly. <laughs> I heard it was more like the crown shit. Mm. Crown turd. Oh, Lord. This was, that was, that was bad. Uh, I tell you, man, this is actually a good opportunity to plug uh, another podcast. Some yes. friends of ours uh, that with This Is A Work. They're actually going to be uploading their latest podcast and they'll, reviewing. They'll be covering the whole thing. Yes. Yeah, so, um, I don't know. I think it should be out today even. Maybe even yeah, by I the time you're so. listening to this podcast, it should be live by the time this reaches your ears. So, I'm going to be checking it out. Yeah. Um, I know that you know you you're gonna be checking it out, Mike, and I hope all you other people out there listening will check it out because I want to get their opinion of it as well. But from what I've heard and what you said to me, bullshit, bullshit. <laughs> this is where we need that sampler we're talking about getting, so we can have a yeah. toilet flushing this sample right here. Oh you know? yeah, <laughs> I'm telling you what. Hey, you know they're getting good payoffs. I guess there. That's all that matters. Hey man, I guess. Um, and, and that's really is. I guess at the end of the day, what does matter for WWE? It's no longer about the art form. It's about the payouts. And I think that's. Well, I mean, I think that was always, the intention. Always, always, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that you know you got to be uh, got to keep it real with that. But you know, Mike, it seemed like somewhere though. At least back in the day, it did seem like there was some integrity with the art form. You know, even even with trying to push, you know, with the the business boom and everything. Now it just seems so corporate, man. So glossy, so shiny. Just I don't know. I mean, I know I, I bitch about it every week, <laughs> but it, it is what it is. Politics. It is, man. Absolutely. And don't think some big time politics went into this whole Saudi Arabia WWE <laughs> deal. You know. And yeah. speaking of and speaking of politics and things like that, what about evolution, man? Hey, Did man, you, uh... I know something over there. I don't, I know, I know. I don't see a whole lot over here anymore. That's pyrotechnics. That's true, man. I don't see a whole lot of pyrotechnics over here anymore. Not like you used to. But over yeah. there, some 
it's a big, big thing. Yeah. Yeah. I guess they're just trying. I guess maybe since it's still kind of new to those folks over there that they're what, really, pyrotechnics. Yeah. Well, or wrestling. <laughs> no, I'm sure I'm they just fire. <laughs> no, I'm sure they see projectiles and fire like oh shit. Quite a good Oh, I'm sure. Oh, motherfucker. All yeah. right, man. Incoming. You see what I'm saying? How we went from last week to this? <laughs> you know, last week we were all like, so, Ryan, let me ask you a question. Yeah. Into this week, like, yeah, man, Bobby Ray, we got bombs no. and shit. <laughs> <laughs> this might be the difference between Friday night and Sunday morning, man. Is it definitely a little more class on Friday yeah, nights? Yeah, oh, brother, man, brother. Uh, I think when we don't have guests, it's just the three of us in here. We're like, ah, fuck it, <laughs> dude. I probably said more f bombs in the last eight and a half minutes than I did in the last couple yeah. of shows. <laughs> so. Friday nights, like the formal like family gathering. You're right. Sunday morning is just the uncles just sitting just around drinking beer. <laughs> Bitching about everything. Bitching about everything. <laughs> Telling dick jokes. These, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's when your grandma ain't around. You can tell the dick jokes yeah. and shit. Like last week, grandma's around. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, but, uh, you know, just kind of circling back, man. I just want to take that one more opportunity and just thank Ron for last week, man. That was such a great show. I listened to it that was. show. Man, my mom actually listened to that show. <laughs> Oh, I won't let my mom listen to anything oh, else. She's not <laughs> and I was like, hey, Mom, you want to listen to this one? I no. think it'll be okay. <laughs> no. But uh, let me ask you, man. Did you check out uh, Evolution, the most important pay-per-view ever? <laughs> oh, I did. <laughs> I did. What are you laughing for? Because <laughs> it's important, man. It's so important. <laughs> Why do you laugh every time you, man Why you laugh every time you say that? <laughs> I don't know, man. It's just, I, I mean, I, I believe it. I believe it with all my heart. It was so important, man. It gets you tickled. <laughs> a little oh, bit, a little shit. bit. So how was it? I, oh, I hear man, it was good, man. Well, I, everybody you know. told me that it, that I've talked to say it was great. Uh, yeah, well. <laughs> compared to. <laughs> <laughs> Brother, really, man. So, so you have a different opinion then. I do. Okay, so so what was your opinion of it? Now, obviously, they're going actually, and uh, uh, this is the work is actually covering that one as well. Yeah, uh, yeah so oh, yeah. If you want yeah, more definitely in depth, more in depth for sure. Absolutely, listen, to those guys, they're going to break it down. Yeah. And, and uh, but you you have a different opinion because I, I talked to two dollars. I talked to him, and he said it was a good pay per view. Man, he he enjoyed it, and he thought it was solid. But you have a different different outlook on that. Yeah. Now, Mikey, you know you're running the risk of being a misogynist here. I am. If you uh. <laughs> I say am. anything negative about this, I man. Know. You fucking I, asshole. I, I'm not, <laughs> not because it was a women's pay-per-view. Because, you know, like I said, Crown Jewel was, uh, was all-male pay-per-view. Because apparently the women can't be over there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They and get pay-per-view. wrestle at all. <laughs> but they get a pay-per-view. Yeah. You know? Hey. <laughs> Which is a cool, I mean, that's a good little trade-out, I guess. No, it's not. It's a bullshit. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not, is it? It's, it's not. a bullshit. It, it, it's it, fucking pandering, man. Yep. It's fucking pandering. That's exactly what it is. But but I didn't think it was, it was I didn't think, you know, it, it ran along the lines of the Crown Jewel pay-per-view. Really? I just didn't think it was it was good at all. You know, my whole thing with this, dude, and, and I do, and I will say, I think they do have a good women's division. What little bit I watched, Mike, you got to remember, man, I'm talking a lot out of my ass because I don't watch it. So mm-hmm. i gotta, yeah, I yeah. got to keep myself in check. I get a lot of my opinions for WWE from you and David. All right. From two dogs, man. Yeah. You're the two main guys because you tend to, me and you tend to be a little bit more pragmatic about where I think dogs a little bit more optimistic about it. So it's a good balance for me to hear it. 
Um, and I do think the women's division is pretty solid from what I've seen. You know, I do think they got some good characters. You know, you got Charlotte Flair, which, yeah. as far as I can tell, man, she's probably the best, you know, pound for pound worker in the business right now, possibly. But the one thing, man, that I really don't like about this thing is nobody's talking about the other pay-per-views that came out before this that, that had all women in it. Right. You know, there, there was like the Shimmer pay-per-view from back in the day. You yeah. know? Obviously, Glow wasn't in the pay-per-view market, but they weren't all women's federation. Right. You know, it doesn't get brought exactly. up a lot. But my biggest issue is TNA's all-women pay-per-view that yeah. debuted five years ago just seems to be forgotten, man. Yeah. Uh, this pay-per-view was because their women's division was strong. Yeah. It was popular. Yes, it was. I was watching it every week. I didn't even watch it for the men. I watched it for Old Dirty Bitch. I watched it for Awesome she Kong, was so man. Awesome God. Oh, she man, was she was so, so awesome. she was she was Dude. bad as hell, man. Oh, I mean, hell. she was the female Stone Cold Steve yes. Austin. <laughs> yes, she was. You, you know, you had her in there against Awesome Kong, who was awesome. You know, yeah. no pun intended. Yeah. She was badass, no, she was, man. Yeah. Uh, you had, you know, Gail Kim, you had Mickey James, mm -hmm. you had Victoria, yep. and you had the beautiful people. Yep. I mean, man, this was a solid, solid, yeah. uh, you know, roster of all-women wrestling, and TNA took a risk on them five years ago. They didn't have their own network, Mikey Payne. Nope. There nope. was no, this was a very risky venture for them. Yeah. They believed in their women so much that they did this. It didn't get over like it probably should have. Right. Once again, I think bad books ahead and bad management. Time. It was ahead of its time. Yeah. But that, to me, is so much more important than evolution because yeah. this wasn't pandering. This was like, hey, sorry, y'all couldn't go to Saudi Arabia. Here's a pay-per-view yeah. that we're not going to That's lose anything exactly on because it it's I'm on our freaking you. network. Yeah. You know, but everybody forgets that. Yep. And TNA, even though they're not at the level of WWE, never has been and never will be, they're still a national recognized company. Yes. They still have national television. They still have major names. You had Booker T. You had uh, Hulk Hogan and Rob Van Dam, man. You, you had all these people that have been in and out of TNA. So I think by, in other words, it almost feels a little like a WWE whitewash. Yeah. You know, we're just going to wash away all the yeah. history. We're going to wash away how this other federation tried to put their women over right. five years ago for no other reason but because it was that strong. Yeah. And now we're kind of like, well, now this is the most important. That's why I laugh, man. Yeah. Oh, Every yeah. time yeah. I see some somebody or something like yeah. Stephanie Mann's tweets or the echo chamber right. that I see that comes from those tweets yeah. saying how this is the most important pay-per-view, I get a little, a little aggravated because I love wrestling so much. Right. And I, I, I've never looked at women's wrestling, men's wrestling. I just look at wrestling. Yeah. I've always said Trish Stratus is one of the greatest of all times. Yes. In any division. Yes. I've always said, man, that TNA's women's division, you know, six, seven years ago was the most solid division or roster that you had other than maybe WWE Attitude Era. Right. Overall, yeah. man. So that's kind of my issue with it, dude. I, I don't like WWE, so I'm biased anyway. So I jump on it, man. I'm oh, getting yeah. off my soapbox, man. No, We're supposed to be no. talking about other shit I today. Dig, I can dig it. But, uh, man, it's early. I'm caffeinated. It's, open it. it's the opener, son. It's <laughs> hey, the opener. Man. We're just saying, hey, man, we ain't pulling my punches, man. Oh, you know, yeah. You know, we got to call it how we see it, brother. And that's how I see it. It is. And, you know, if you want a good example of it, I say, if you want to hear it in depth, Listen to this as work. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. If you want the funny side of it. <laughs> and the bitching, raising hell. <laughs> watch watch the uh, wrestling dumb shits. Right. Uh, like the Botchamania. Botchamania is a good uh, example. Evolution. They actually That's, have a new video up for yes, Evolution. Yes, they do. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably the most important, <laughs> yeah. important clip I've seen on YouTube. It's the most important Botchamania of the year. Of the year. Yeah. But now, I mean, are, are they going to give them, like, uh, what are, are they planning on doing like a yearly pay-per-view now or, or are they going to do it like a 
Like uh, uh, every time they go to Saudi quarter, Arabia, every time because <laughs> hey, that means I got another hey. one coming up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, you got another one coming up pretty soon since we uh made that Saudi money. You know the Crown Jewel money. You know, which I still think it's funny how Saudi or how Crown Jewel and Evolution were like in the same, like just a couple weeks of each other, yeah. or like a week of yeah. each other. At, a little ironic. It's almost like they're in your face about it, man. Yeah, I think that's something else sure. that aggravates me about WWE. It's like you should know what they're doing. Yeah. And if you don't know, then you're a fucking mark. Yeah. And, and if you do see what they're doing, then you should be upset. Yeah. But I don't know, man. That's just me. I'm I'm I'm, I'm ill, man. I'm fucking caffeinated, and you know, fuck them motherfuckers. Yeah. You know? And I just don't like WWE, man. Oh yeah. You know, I, I mean, know. I gotta be, I gotta keep it real, and I gotta keep my bias in check, but. All in all, man, that's how I, that's how I kind of view this whole social, political type thing that's going on. Because it is, man. It right. brings down to politics. It really does. Now, did we talk about Roman Reigns last week? No, we did not. We man. didn't. No, we didn't. Um, kind of. I, I think we we probably need to address that. Absolutely. Uh, a couple 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 raws ago, a couple weeks ago, you know, Roman came on to open up Raw and announced that. Uh, he had battle, been battling leukemia for the past 11 years. 11 years, man, yeah. And uh, that has come back, and he's, he's going to have to take a break from wrestling to battle leukemia and, and give up the uh, the universal title. Right. Uh, I don't know if you know um, what the, the sight and sound of one million people realizing that they were the absolute shittiest heels... <laughs> In life, in real life, are, but if you want to go back on that Monday night and watch and watch Roman Reigns tell everybody that he's got leukemia and he's gonna have to go away for a while, right? And you can see everybody, you know, in the world, you know, especially there. And if you're watching, you'll feel yourself <laughs> go heal at that point. It's like I am the shittiest person <laughs> in this whole fucking world. You know, though, because like- we've given Roman shit. For, Bad shit for the too, past, bro. Past few years, but I'll say this, man. There is, and I've heard other people say that, and yeah. I'll, I'll say this, man. There is a huge difference between just not liking a wrestler and then being sympathetic. Oh yeah, for you, sure. you know what I'm saying. For I mean, sure. you know, now I like Roman Reigns. I've always, you know, that dude. Yeah. We talked. I'm oh, a fan. Yeah. I've, I've always been. I don't get the hate, but I don't watch it a lot. Right. Either. Exactly. <laughs> I think that might be the issue. Right. Here, right. Well, if you don't watch it, and you like him. That I'll tell you something. Yeah. If I did watch it, I probably wouldn't. But but I do think there's a difference, man. But what was kind of aggravating me, Mike? We ought to just call this the aggravation cast today. I just keep talking about what aggravates me. I started seeing people actually talking online like it could be a work. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, and I'm like, and there was there was this splinter of <laughs> doubt that well, I had. I, I, I was like, it could are, be. Are you, yeah. are you are you are we really going this way? I, I think though that's probably because you've been in wrestling and, and just, yeah. you know I think the first thing, dude, even in everything, my first everything reaction, in life, politics to yeah. to whatever, man, I'm like, is that a work? Yeah, you, you know, I think that's a, actually I think that's good yeah. to ask, but nah, man, it's not a work. No, no, not at all, not at all. And, you know, it was, it was, it was just that little splinter of like, sure. would Vince McMahon do this? Would he really? Absolutely, he would. Damn right, he would. 
15 years ago. 15 years ago. 15 years ago, before his company was public. Exactly. When there was still competition. Yes. You know, when it was Attitude Era, when right. Eric Bischoff was breathing down his neck. Hell yeah, yes. man. Hell, he did Katie Vick after the Monday Night War, so yeah. Man, well, hell, he, he had the big shows. Dad have cancer <laughs> and, and die. And, and the big boss man pull his casket on the back of his car. This is the same yes. man that would have done it. Would he have done it? Absolutely. Yes. 15 years 15 ago? 15 years ago. Yes. Right now, no, no. man. Yeah, he'll get so much help for that. Oh, oh yeah. dude, Vince, man, WWE yeah. is so corporate right now, man. It's so glossy. There's no way you could get away with something like no. that, man. No. And I think that's something else that kind of aggravates me about WWE, Mike. Because I was thinking about the whole Saudi Arabia thing, you know, because I'm reading the stuff online and I'm seeing some of these people talking about how great what they're doing is, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you know, man, my biggest issue is I know that Vince McMahon, in real life, is an asshole. Yeah, I, I know. Like, like when they do the anti-bullying stuff, mm -hmm. it's like, how in the fuck can anybody in WWE <laughs> that was? I mean, for real, man. I mean, anybody's been in the WWE for any amount of time in the last twenty years. Uh -huh. Get on fucking television and talk about be a star, don't be a bully. All right. I, I heard JBL talk shit like that, uh -huh. and this motherfucker was known and goddamn documented yep. being the biggest bully. He was sexually assault fucking men in the shower. Right. To fuck with them, man, yeah. to haze them, and then he's gonna talk out here and talk about being a star. Yeah. And like Vince is like, well, did they ask Vince like, why are you going to Saudi Arabia? He's like, oh, it's a very touchy subject. No, motherfucker, <laughs> you're gonna get millions of fucking dollars. That ain't fucking touchy. What's that? It's Shut very, it's very touchy. <laughs> yeah, it's touchy touching this, that million dollars. Yeah, it's touchy this dollar, touchy yeah. that dollar, touchy that dollar. <laughs> touchy subject, my dick. <laughs> And speaking of dick, Mike. Oh, uh, yes, sir. <laughs> Maybe that's a good segue that into today's subject, Dick is man. always a good segue. <laughs> Take it easy, Puzzworth. Not uh, that dick. Hey. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> this is audio, not video. Oh, Those yeah. fingers mean nothing. Yeah. I know we're number one. I know yeah. <laughs> No, nah, man, nah, we do have a very serious, not not serious per se, man, but we definitely have a very important. Yes. Definitely important. I definitely spotlight on yes. one of my favorite wrestlers of all times. Yes. A man that I think went for many, many years, many decades, just overlooked and underrated. Absolutely. Was uh, Mr. Excitement, Mr. Unpredictable, Dick Slater. The dirty one himself, Yes, man. sir. Yes, you know, Mike, and, and we ought to let, clarify a little bit. You know, we lost Dick. Yes. We lost Dick just here a couple of weeks ago. And uh, I want to clarify something, man. We we had, we tried to do our schedule about a month or two ahead of time. We tried to kind of stay in, in front right. of this thing. This show was actually planned about, I'd say, what, three to four weeks before the passing of Dick Slater. Yeah, I believe Dick, so. We had talked about it for months. Man, this is one of the first we had, subjects we talked about doing. Yeah. We had talked about it for a long time. And then we actually sat down on, on paper and scheduled out everything up until december right and uh that was one of the ones that was gonna happen and uh then ironically enough you know it was on uh october 18th right right that he passed away and uh we're like wow okay Right here, we're uh, planning on this show. Yeah, we're planning on the show. We we actually went back and forth whether we should yeah. do it that that weekend. Yeah, and right. Like, there's not enough time. And there's so much to look into. Yeah, man. and we want to sure. do this with justice. Yeah, yeah for sure. Because, you know. like I said, he, Dick Slater was one of my favorites. I, I loved him as a heel, as a face. It there was just something about Dick Slater that was just 
it was so is, unique brother. and, and yeah. so different from everybody else. Yeah. And, and you know the thing is, Mike, like I just how you, as you just said about being unappreciated, kind of overlooked, brother. I'm in that group. Yeah. Because it really, in all honesty, I didn't even have a lot of experience with Dick Slater until we did our uh, year in review, our 1984 show. 84, yeah. When I went back and started watching, it's like, oh my God, man, this guy was great. Yeah, yeah. He was great. I yeah. missed it. Yeah. I don't know how, man. Maybe yeah. it was a little before my time. Right. Before I started that 84, I started watching around 85, so it was a little before my time. But Mike, just what we, what I saw, I, I, I cannot wait to do this spotlight. In fact, this is our first spotlight show. Yeah, yeah, and, definitely. And we planned on this. Yeah, yeah. This is something we planned on months, months ago. Man. Right. Even really when we first started doing the pod, podcast in general. Yeah. We're like, we've got to do a spotlight on Dick Slater. Yes. And we're like, that'll be our first one. Yeah. You know, if you want to go back to that that episode, the uh, Crockett Years, 1984, we covered a lot of Dick Slater. Yes. Because 1984 was, was important for Dick Slater. As a wrestler, but it was also important for Crockett yes. to have Dick Slater absolutely in, in their company. Absolutely, we'll get into that later too. But we get into a lot of in-depth stuff with with Dick Slater around that time, right? And you know, Mike, one thing you know, like yeah, I know I, I've brought this up in the past, man. You know, like when we did our Warren Zevon show, we brought in Wayne Sisk. Yes. When we did our conspiracy theory show, we brought in the Reverend Doctor. You right. know, obviously when we did our paranormal show. Obviously, man, we brought in Ron Burleson from First in Fright. In other words. We need an expert on Dick Slater. Right. Who better than Mike Payne, yeah. brother? Once again, thank God for you, Mike, because yeah. I was thinking about that on the way over here, because just like with the horror movies, you're, you're the expert, man. Oh, oh, yeah. You know, dude, if this was the podcast or the podcast with Jason, it would be me just sitting around like, well, I don't know shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what to say, man. I could get Puzzworth in here, and I'm like, hey, Puzzworth, look up shit on the internet for me, because well, I, I wouldn't know anything. Well, well, I tell you what, if there's anybody that knows Dick, it's me. It's going to be. <laughs> So I knew it's going to, God damn it, I knew it. <laughs> I fucking knew it, man. I caught it last week, dude. There's going to be so many dick jokes in this fucking thing. <laughs> but nah, Mike, you, I know, man, that you are very uh, informed on dick. So you're a fan, brother. Yeah, you, I'm you're a, a huge, huge fan. fan. And I can't think of anybody better to do a show on Dick Slater because, man, I don't know anything. I'm here with open ears, open heart. And I'm ready to learn about Dick Slater, man. I did not do any prep. I like I'm doing that for the show, but I'm really just lazy as fuck, right. and I don't want to do anything. No, but, no. but I really did it, man. I want to come in here open, you know, right. clean slate. Yeah, Slater, Slater. Uh, hey, there you go. <laughs> well, Puzzler's just over here shaking his head at us, man. He's like, God damn, you fucking ah, God dang it. <laughs> what I get into this yeah, morning? Right. They don't pay me enough for this shit. <laughs> <laughs> but no. Uh, Dick Slater was born Richard Van Slater okay. on May 19th, 1951. So it was his real name. I yes. mean, it yeah, was that, his real I mean, name. That was pretty much it. That was yeah. cut and dry. That was, that was who he was. That's him, yeah. Um, let's see. I know uh, he started around late 60s, early 70s. He was playing in uh, Florida, playing football in Florida and uh, at the University of Florida at football. Now, he was playing football. Some of his teammates were uh, Paul Orndorff, okay. who played there. And uh, let's see, uh, what, uh, the big guy's name. We can get puzzled. John. Uh, John Studd? No, not John Studd. He went on to play for the Dolphins. Uh, hmm. John Matuzic. Oh, I don't know who that is. Yeah, he, he was a huge, super huge uh, football player. Okay. 
uh, really famous. So you had and, Dick and, Slater, Paul Orndorff on the same team. Yes, Jesus Christ! Yeah. Yeah. I'd hate to have to play them, yeah. brother. You know, and uh, Dick was supposed to play for the Miami Dolphins, but he he gone to school with uh, Mike Graham also. Okay, and wrestled amateur. Oh. And Mike asked him if he wanted to become a professional wrestler. And Dick wound up uh, deciding to wrestle instead of going to the Miami Dolphins. Okay. That's a big move. Yeah, and I was going to say, man, you don't hear that a lot. No. You know, usually a lot no. of football players are, right. usually get injured. Yeah. Or, or, you know, something along those lines. Right. So to have somebody choose to actually go into wrestling first, man, that's not Yeah. Not, that's not very – Yeah, uh, that's kind of rare. Rare, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's very rare, yes. But um, here, here, all right. So this is early seventies. So he breaks in down at, in Florida, owned by Eddie Graham. Uh, let me take a wild guess at who his uh, trainers were. God, let's see, man. If it was down in Florida, would Dusty? No. Okay, it's probably a little before Dusty, wouldn't it? It'd be a little before Dusty's time, possibly. Um. Dusty, yeah, Dusty was probably uh, still AWA. in AWA. Yeah, with Dick Murdoch yeah. probably around this time. Yeah, more than likely. Let's see, man. Well, would Eddie Graham? Eddie, uh, no, Eddie wasn't training at that point. Okay, okay. So you had Jack Briscoe. Okay. Who, damn world champion. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, Bob Roop. Oh, uh, who was no joke, man. No fucking joke. Anybody, Anybody that, that <laughs> knew anything about them getting trained down in the snake pit at, Bob Roop. in Florida. Rob Roof was the he was the killer. Yeah, I, I would suggest anybody out there listening who's not familiar with who he is, look up some of his stuff on YouTube. Look at some shoot interviews with other guys and see what he did. Yeah. He, he would hook these guys. Man, he would stretch these guys. He was break them. He would break them. Literally, yeah. literally break them. Yeah. He was mean as hell, man. Yeah. He was bad as hell. And he also got a lot of workers, man. And yep. he got a lot of people in the business. Sure did. And kept a lot of motherfuckers out. I think that's just as important, if not more important, is the people that he kept out of the business. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Other get came into the business. Yeah. Who knows who, he, who didn't get through him. Exactly. But God Almighty, man, he was he was badass. Yeah. He was a badass. Yes, sir. Tough guy, just legit. Another one, Hiro Matsuda. Who broke Hulk Hogan's leg. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, that once another guy, yeah. man, who was the real deal. Yep. I mean, these were... I don't know if people, you know, I know a lot of our fans are probably old school wrestling fans too. I would assume, yeah. but if you are out there listening to us and you don't understand how old school or how some of these old school guys were, man, they were real. They were oh, real yeah. deal. They were mean as hell. Yes. You were Matt Suda would break your leg. He broke once again. He broke Hulk Hogan's leg. Yeah, twice, you know, twice, twice, twice. You got Bob Roop who would break every other bone in your yeah. body several times yeah. over. I mean, you know, you had the Briscoes. You know, same yeah. thing, man. These guys were tough. They were world champions. Yeah. You know, so and. Uh, one last guy, Bill Watts. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> we just went. Yeah. All these badasses. Yeah. And he's probably the Hookers. king. Hookers, stretchers, oh, God, all of them. Man. Being, just, they, they all had that tough guy mentality. Yeah. Of like, we will we'll kill you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but they protected the business. Oh, for sure. You know, thank God. You know, yep. thank God. So, he actually, and the story is, and I had heard, heard this story from Ric Flair on one of his uh, one of his interviews and shows talking about Dick Slater. You know how we were talking about Roop and, and, and some of the guys. Jack wasn't involved. Jack didn't have a whole lot to do with it. He was just, you know, the basics, you know, 
he wasn't into the hurting or the stretching or anything like I that. Got he just showed you the holds. Roop was right. was one of the ones, uh, one of the bigger ones that would do it. You know, Watts would. Um, some of the other guys, Hero. Um, but what the story that Flair tells is that when Dick got in there and Roop had tried to do to him what he had done to everybody else, uh, Dick put Bob Roop cold. Really? On the really? And that pretty well got pretty him well, in. That pretty well ended the, uh, the snake pit. And that got him in the door, too, oh, I'm yeah. sure. So Dick Slater ended. Yeah. That he's the one that took Bob Root kind of out of the equation. I never knew that. Mike. He was still there. I he did was not still know doing. That. You know, he was still there. I know training and stuff like that. But it kind of took took the steam yeah, out. Yeah, kind of took the fire out of the old engine, yeah. pretty much. I never knew that, man. Yeah. That another testament to who Tough. Dick Slater was, man. Tough. He was just, and he knew what he was yeah. doing. He was a wrestler. He was yeah. an amateur wrestler. Yeah. Because the way I understand it, Mike, correct me if I'm wrong, but Bob Root's greatest. Asset was his amateur wrestling yes. skills. Yeah, that's he for could sure. Get he you was. on the ground. Yeah, and, and just, just I mean, yeah. put you in yeah. a pretzel. Yeah, you know. But you actually had Dick Slater, who was like, yeah, uh, and put him down. Could go, could go too. Right, right. Just tough. A rookie too, man. So Brand tough. New. Yeah. So tough. And he was funny. And I know we're going to get into some of his promos. Oh, I know we're definitely going to discuss that today, obviously. Right. But man, he he was legitimately a funny, entertaining person. Yes, man. he was. Which. You have to have, especially back in that day for pro wrestling. Today, you might, I got here, I go again, bashing current product. Oh, yeah. But but oh, you could say today, man, that charisma is not as important as it, as your athletics is today. Exactly. You know, back then, hey, man, you had to have both. Yeah. You know? And really, your charisma and your personality, in a lot of ways, it would even trump your athletic ability. Yeah, exactly. You know? Exactly. So he stayed in Florida for about three years on that, at that point, you know, early 70s. Right. And, uh. Wound up winning the Florida tag team titles with, uh, let's see, Dusty Rhodes. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. Fresh baby. I mean, you know. Hey, yeah, man. Dusty and Dick. That would have been a hell yeah. of a good tag team, brother. Yeah. Uh, Stan Vashon. Okay. Toru Tanaka. Not familiar. Oh, you may be more familiar with Toru Tanaka in movies. Oh, is that the guy, man? That uh, Professor Tanaka. Yes, 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 man. He was in. Uh, was it? Um, oh Jesus, uh, was it a Bond movie? Yes, sir. yes. Uh, I'm not sure which which Bond movie was, was that it, that Toro Tanaka was in. Was it Octopussy? I think it was Octopussy. I think it was maybe. I don't know. Anyway, Puzzlers, let us know about that, bro. He was, he was in a, a ton of other like He's movies, the guy with the hat. TVs. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Also in Three Ninjas too, I think. Okay. Yeah. I, I do know who you're talking about. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I knew he was a wrestler, but I was I didn't know his name. Okay. Oh yeah. And uh, let's see who else. Um, and Johnny Weaver. Oh yeah. He, he was also legend. yeah. Also tag champs with Johnny Johnny Weaver. And he also held the uh, Florida TV title down there during right. that time. Which, you know, I didn't even know Florida had their own TV championship. Man. Yeah, I didn't know that. Sure did. I, I didn't know that. Yep. Okay. Um, then he would move on to Georgia. Right. So this is Down still there. the 70s, I guess. It's 70s. Just... Yeah. He, he stayed through. He stayed pretty much with Georgia during that whole whole run, just running through the 70s. Okay. You know, with, with Ole down there. I think uh, who else was who else was running that? I don't know if Barnett was running that at the time or not. He may have been. 
I'm not sure. I know Ollie definitely still had yeah. a part in it. I yeah. think he was still very much in control of Georgia at that time. Yeah. Uh, so he was working, you know, with guys like Pat Patterson, you know, Ray Stevens. Um, oh, yeah. Just, Talk oh. about a great tag team, too, man. Oh, Those yeah, guys for sure. Oh, Jesus, man. You know, the Andersons. This is Gene. Uh, Gene and Ollie, correct? Yeah, Gene yeah. and Ollie. Um, this is basically met up with uh, Bob Orton Jr. down there. Okay. Okay, now I remember. And they would become, you know, like, really tight. Yeah, right, man. Yeah. Right, right. Because what little bit of Dick Slater I was familiar with, I always remember him and Bob Orton would be like a team. That was kind of yeah. teamed up, you know, right. clicked up. You know? Yeah, exactly. And, you know, of course, you know, Georgia kind of worked with Florida and Missouri and, and uh, Crockett's right. and, and every everybody else. Kind so, of the good old days where they would yeah. do some talent, you know, talent cross promotions, some talent exchanges, stuff like that. Yeah. You know, keep things fresh. And exactly. And uh, he would go on to actually win the uh, Missouri heavyweight title, which was a big deal at that time. At, at that time. Right. Because if you were winning the Missouri title, you were pretty much in line to... Go for that t- or that U.S. title. No, no oh. you were in line to go for the world, oh, really? the NWA world title. When, when they that would was come always, your territory. That was always a stepping stone for the Missouri title. You know, like guys like you know Harley, of course, had it. Flair had it one time. Uh, David Von Erich, Kerry. Oh wow, yeah. man! I yeah. wasn't aware. Yeah, that, that was. Kind of lineage. Yeah, that was that was the title. It's almost like the U.S. title was for Crockett. Right. It, yeah. it was like, yeah. I see, okay, yeah. I got you. And, and it's it's kind of hard for me to remember, man, a lot of these secondary titles were territory-based. Right, You yeah. know, It's like when you think of the U.S. title, well, it was for the whole United States. No, man, that was, for, really, it was the Carolina. It was almost the Mid-Atlantic Championship. It was just a step above it, really. Yeah. You know, because it was still very territorial. Exactly. You know, in other words, your U.S. champion didn't go to every territory to defend that title. Right. It's like your Missouri champion didn't do that or your Florida champion didn't do that. Only the world's champion did that. Yeah. Harley, and then, of course, Flair, you know, these guys. Yeah, exactly. Uh, what was it? It was Odd Job and Goldfinger. Odd Goldfinger. Job. Odd Job. And that was Damn. Goldfinger. That's right. Yeah. Hell, I don't remember that, man. <clears throat> Jason Finger, Goldfinger. Hey, but, you know. hey. <laughs> Damn. Odd Job. All right. Got yeah. you. Got you. Thank you, Puzzworth. Thank you, sir. Thank you. So, in the early 80s, he would make his jump to Mid-Atlantic Championship Wrestling. And that was huge. That was super huge for for Dick as far as his career going into that. It was a huge for Dick. It was a huge Dick move. <laughs> huge Dick move. God In a good it. way. In a good way. But no, it was coming. You knew. <laughs> it you knew coming. it was coming. Coming. Hey. <laughs> what are you shaking your head over there for? God damn it, Buzzworth! Quit judging us. Listen. <laughs> Just because you got a tuxedo on doesn't mean you can just silently judge us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but no, he would come in straight heel, man, in '83. In you know, he he had his bouts where you know his baby and kind of switched it up. Yeah, switching it up a little bit, but you know, in each territory, but came in straight heel, man. He was going straight for Piper, right? And Piper was a huge baby at Big that baby, time, right? You know, and they had some really. Really, really good matches. Hard hit. I'm sure these matches yeah. had to oh be a hard hit. They were tremendous. Battles. Just battles. Great, man. great stuff. But then again, you know, uh, Orton was brought in, and him and Orton, you know, 
you know, the, the the big Orton turn on Flair. Right. You right. know, where they, they collected the, the bounty. Money. Yeah, yeah, right, right. For Harley, yeah. correct? Yeah, right. Take the damn Take money. Take the damn money. <laughs> Take the damn money. <laughs> but that was hot, man. Oh, that was that super was so, huge. That was so God. hot, man. That was white hot. Yeah. And uh, let's see. Um, I'm trying to okay, so that leads into Starcade 83, you know, where it's him and Orton against uh, – Mark Youngblood and Wahoo. Right, right, right. That match, which was a fantastic Really match. good match. Telling you yeah. what, these two, him him and Orton, Orton Jr., they, had, were, they were something else together. They had it, you know. And they, I think they would have went on to be one of the, the best tag teams oh. had Orton not made that jump over to, uh, to the WWF. WWF yeah. 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 Oh, I guarantee you that man. They, there was something they just worked so well. They even looked right. Oh together. yeah, for sure. The, the whole package, man. The whole deal. They were so them. great. Yeah. So they did the spot at the end of the match where they kind of broke Wahoo's arm. Oh yeah. Which is super, super <laughs> over. It was just that was good hot, stuff, man. man. Hot, it was yeah. so good. Um, and then '84 really made that change over and we talked about that in the Crockett years 84 that transitional year where Dusty pushed Dick as the biggest the big heel for for his his group there in 84 and which was I mean honestly Slater carried that company on his back as the the heel and I think it might even be fair to say that it was the year of Dick Slater. Yeah, for sure. Eighty four was absolutely yeah. the year of Dick. The Definitely. year of Dick. The year of Dick. Yeah, <laughs> but it was, man. Yeah. I mean, the year of the it, Dick. It really was. Yeah. Man. I mean, it's like you said, Mike. When I went back and watched that stuff for our show we did a few months ago, I was just kind of blown away by how important Dick Slater really was, right? And how entertained I was, you know, that I was watching this old footage. Because I never really saw it before. Right. I was like, God, man, this was so... Here I am, 43 years old, and I'm just eating it up like a Mark kid. Oh, you yeah, know, man. Dude. It was that good. Yeah. Now, um, you know, we talked about, you know, when uh, Slater went for the U.S. title against Valentine, won that from yeah. basically turned Valentine baby. Right. You know, and then, of course, Valentine's off to the WWF. Right. Uh, let's see. And his his huge it was it was really good. It was epic feud with uh, Rick Steamboat oh, for yes, that title, man, right, right. And then his feud with Flair over the world oh, title. Yeah. And he brought out the fake you know world title. Yes, that's right, right. Yeah, yep. <coughs> Once then, again, man, just entertaining. As yeah. Hell. Oh God. I mean, yes. just it yeah. was. It was so it was over the top in a certain way, yeah. But it was still grounded in that reality of old school pro wrestling, man. It just it was it was great to him. Yeah. It was just good TV, man. It yes, was good it was. TV, you know? And uh, let's see. Then eventually, you know, they gave Dick some time off. Tully was in there. Tully became the super heel of that company. Kind of stepped into those shoes at that right. time, right? So when Dick came back, they turned him babyface. Which was it, still it was great. Over. It was still it was super good. And man, I think I actually enjoyed Dick Slater as a babyface more, to really? be honest with really? you, because it, to me his promos started taking on more humor at that point. Oh yeah, for because sure. Because I think you know, even as a heel, even if you have humorous promos or, or have a little humor in there, you got to kind of keep it. You yeah. know, you kind of, kind of, got to keep it subdued. But once you can be a baby and you oh, can get God, that laugh yeah. and that smile. 
then I think he just opens it up. And I, I enjoyed his promos as a babyface a lot more. I enjoyed him as a heel, too. Don't yeah. get me oh, wrong, man. Sure. Absolutely. But I, I liked him as a babyface yeah. in that time. I really yeah. did, man. Because he seemed like he was really having fun with it. Yeah. And that, that translates. Now, you know, he, he went to this super huge feud with uh, Tully and uh, the Long Riders, J.D. Dillon, you know, that whole whole oh, crew. Right. He took Steamboat on as a partner, you know, and they just got all this blood this, feud. Right. Here you go. Dusty joined in and, and Magnum later on when he came in. I mean, look, think of all that, man, how much baby I'll, that is. I, I will Jeez. never forget. I will never forget a TV. Is on TV. Of course, they shut it off. You know, they're halfway through because of time. Oh, God, yeah. We got to go. If you don't know what that's like, listen to the end of this podcast. (laughs) So, six-man tag. It's uh, Tully, Black Bart, Ron Bass with J.J. Dillon against Dusty, Steamboat, Dick Slater, and Magnum T.A. Magnum T.A. is on the outside. He's got the corner. Yeah, he, well, no, he's got J.J. tied up in a lasso. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's, he's watching J.J. Okay, So, Dick cool, Slater, cool. it's bunkhouse match, man. It's wild. It's just anything goes. And Dick Slater's wearing this big foam cowboy hat, <laughs> and he comes out, and he is just going nuts, man. He is throwing himself everywhere and just having fun with it. Yeah. He takes having fun with He it. takes his damn boot off and sticks it. Up top at his forehead and just starts ramming, headbutting everybody. It's the damn craziest thing you ever seen. Mr. Awesome. Unpredictable. Yes, yes. <laughs> you don't know what you're going to get. That's where it comes from. <laughs> so, we're going to 85. Uh, let's see, where are we at? Okay. Now, they pull a stunt on JJ. Uh, I say they. It's like Dusty, Steamboat, and uh, Dick Slater, Magnum. I think maybe um, Manny Fernandez, Raging Bull was there. I was going to say maybe Boogie or Raging Bull probably. Uh, what Boogie? I think Buzz Tyler might have been in that oh. too. Um, where they had J.J. trapped in the middle of the ring. Okay. And uh, he wound up tearing his pants off. Okay. I think and underneath, I remember. he oh, was wearing the lingerie. Yeah, I remember that, man. Now, J.J. says it was suspenders for his circulation, <laughs> but... No, these were lacy, man. These were, very, these were very, very lacy. lacy. And garters. Was, he had the garters on. <laughs> in 1985, Crockett. I didn't TV. <laughs> that was big. That was huge. That was, what the heck Heat. just happened? And as a kid, I'm like, what? What the heck? What the heck <laughs> what, just what happened? And I just got through Miss Elena Lively. I, I see, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? Wait a second. I've seen, I've seen those. I've seen the, I've very seen, progressive. I've seen those pants in the, in the magazines, the catalogs. Yeah, right. But it was always on, you know, like chicks. You know? Yeah, yeah. What's going? What's this? What's going on? Hard to believe that Crockett was so progressive back yeah, then. Yeah, it was super, <laughs> super dusty, man. <laughs> dusty. Hey, but it was over, man. Yeah, oh, dude, it was. Oh over. God, it so was so over. After after he gets embarrassed, super embarrassed, he puts out a bounty right on Dick Slater. Bounty hunters come from everywhere. I'm talking Ox Baker. Oh, wow. Okay. I'm talking Dory Funk Jr. Right. Terry Funk. Terry Funk comes in for this one. Terry Funk comes in for this one. This was on one of the one of the TV shows, 85. He comes in for this bounty. 
I've never seen anybody get the hell beat out of them as bad <laughs> as Dick Slater did. With Terry Funk. But Terry Funk and, and the Long Riders. Really? I don't remember this. I man. thought Terry Funk was going to kill him. Kill him for real. Yeah. Just, just two hard-hitting yeah. guys, man. Just, and the whole baby locker room emptied. Dusty, Magnum, Bull, everybody. And they are trying to beat Terry Funk off of Dick Slater, and they, he will not let him go. Will not let him go. He's screaming and hollering. It's crazy Terry Funk, man. Yeah, and he's calling him a yeah. pig. Oh, my God. It is the craziest thing. You've got to see this. Egg-sucking dog. Egg-sucking pig. Oh, it, it, no, it was good stuff. It was really good stuff. And this is when Terry Funk, man. I mean, well, it was Funk only was his one a, shot. Yeah. It was only a one shot, too. But it, it just went in there and owned it, and then yeah. kind of that was it, though. He yeah. didn't get the bounty. That, no, I guess, you know that was the kind of the exactly the the logic. So he didn't get the bounty, so it's time for the next one. Next you know. guy, and it wound up ultimately being who collected the bounty was the barbarian. Um, Paul Jones I remember is that. the barbarian. I remember that. If, like. I guess at the time, man, Barb was still so new. He was and, so new. And, and, I know they were trying to push him over. Different looking. You know, the Road Warriors were around, but they were still in AWA yeah. and, and everything. So they weren't really as familiar. Right. I guess I can almost see the Barbarian at that time. I could, but God, they didn't do anything with, with him it. after. That's the thing, man. It's like you they know? kind of dropped the ball with yeah. the, the angle. Because right. he went to that feud with, you know, a little bit, you know, with Boogie, of course. Sure, sure. But with that that bigger feud with Superstar Billy Graham, and he yeah. wound up getting you know, and that was kind going of going under on that one, and toasted by the you know, it kind of fizzled out. Yeah, and you know, once again, Dusty is brilliant and as as much of a, as a genius as I consider him to be. Man, he he dropped the ball. Yeah, which all bookers have done. Yeah. All, all promotions have done that. You know, I even heard a rumor that when I was booking in the MWF years ago, I might have dropped the ball here or there. It's just a rumor. 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 <laughs> It happens. Man. In your windows. Yeah, that, I'm just saying, man, don't leave everything you read on the internet. <laughs> but That's I'm right. just saying, man, it does happen. And, and this is one of those cases. Now, let right. me ask you, Mike. And that put put uh, Dick out for a little bit. I was, I was going yeah. to ask, isn't this around about the time that Dick was, like, not not retiring per se, but taking some time off? Wasn't this around? Yeah, he might time? have been taking a little bit of time off on on, on this part. Right. Uh, maybe 85. But he'd come back as uh <laughs> Wasn't he some kind of dog or something, man? Or no, or what am I thinking? It was Dusty and the gorilla. The gorilla. That's what it was. That's. I knew it was an animal. Yes, I knew it was an animal. Yeah. For some reason, I was thinking the dog or something, but it was a gorilla. That, yep. Yeah. Came remember. back in the gorilla suit. Yes, I do remember that. Yeah. Um, that that was about the only memory I really had of Dick Slater, <laughs> man. Which is probably why. That's probably yeah. <laughs> why that's he is probably at that point. It was like. Kind of overlooked, yeah. underappreciated. Might be because during the real big boom of this stuff, he well, he was a, a, a gorilla. <laughs> yeah. But you know, after that, after that whole, <laughs> all that monkey business, all that, hey, oh, yeah, like there that? you go. Hey, hey, I like that. <laughs> Thank you. I'm here all day. I'm here all day. But uh, after that, uh, they put him with Buzz Sawyer. Okay, which I... Mad Dog Buzz Sawyer. Right, right. And I remember this and Dick yeah. Slater together. Which I like that. That's tough. Man. That was a cool team. And they had a good, really good feud with uh, the Andersons, yeah. Arn and Ole Anderson. Uh, right. And that would go into uh, the Great American Bash. Talk about four tough guys, man. Oh, shit, what, what, once again, the, oh. the recurring theme of this era and this tough. particular time and, and, and area, man. Jesus, yeah. dude. You got no. four just heavy hitting. Heavy hitters. Heavy hitters, man. Yeah. 
Which one? A lot of charisma. Oh, yeah, for I mean, sure. I mean, yeah. God, oh, God. Buzz, dude, Buzz Sawyer's another one that There's doesn't lo- get the recognition. Exactly. He was great. I love man. some I Buzz Sawyer. Him. I did, too. Man. Yeah. Not a lot of people did. Right. But I Personally. Was, yeah, but, yeah. But I thought he was great. I always yeah, considered him to be right up there with the Boogie God, Woogie, yeah. man, dude. I mean, yeah. they were kind of similar mm. in their styles, and I love that. Yeah. And I, 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 I love the character. Yeah. Now, uh, I know they had some, uh, a little bit, a few matches with the Midnight Express, but at that right, point, right. uh, they're by, and, and Slater was booking Georgia at that time, if I'm oh, not mistaken. I wasn't aware of that. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, they wound up getting let go, uh, and they would move on to Mid-South. Okay. Soon to become UWF. UWF. Yeah. You know what, Mike? That might be a good place to take us a break right now. Absolutely, man. We're man. getting about, uh, about 50 minutes in. So uh, we're going to play for the last time, man. Uh, I'm going to retire the very first commercial I ever produced for the podcast. And that's for this place called Game Swap. Hot dog. <laughs> it's a little long, man. We play it a lot. So I think we're going to retire it. So uh, we're going to play it one more time for you guys. And just like the commercial says, get your ass down here to Game Swap. Listen to it. But hopefully uh, within the next couple of weeks, we're going to have a brand new commercial for you, man. Yes. So uh, anyway, y'all don't go nowhere. We'll be right back. What's up, Puds? This is Jason from the podcast with Jason and Mike. And I want to take this opportunity to talk to y'all about GameSwap, located at 112 Northeast Court Square, right here in beautiful downtown Lincoln, North Carolina. Whether you're looking for the best new games and consoles or you're more of a retro guy like me, GameSwap has you covered. People, I'm talking everything from Atari, Nintendo, Super Nintendo, Sega, PlayStation, Xbox. Hey, there's even systems I've never even heard of before. So if you're a hobbyist, a hardcore gamer, or a collector, GameSwap is the only place to go. And maybe video games isn't your thing. Well, that's cool too because GameSwap is much more than just a game store. They also carry a vast selection of comic books, toys, t-shirts, and all sorts of collectibles spanning all aspects of pop culture from science fiction, action adventure, TV, horror, and all points in between. You really just have to see it to believe it. So what are you waiting for? Get on down here to GameSwap and see it for yourself and tell them that the PUD sent you. All right, we're back. Uh, once again, I hope you guys enjoyed that commercial because that would be the last time you hear it. Yeah, man. <laughs> it drags on a little long, Mike. It goes a little yeah. long, man. Yeah. Uh, the we'll ba- make, the, make the meme swap commercial next. Yeah, amen, brother. Amen. We'll flip it up a little bit. Uh, we'll, we'll swap some memes in here. <coughs> oh, yeah, man. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so, Mike, man, we left off with uh, Dirty Dick Slater going into Mid-South, which will soon be known as the UWF. Yes. And over there... It was the same treatment with with him as Dusty had done in 84 into that 86 era. Uh, Slater was super huge. Right, right. He goes in straight in and, and picks up that uh, North American title. But he also brings a ballet with him. Okay. Okay. Right. Some of you know this lady. I know you do. <laughs> it's a... Uh, uh, a lady by the name of Dark Journey. Oh, Dark Journey was fucking hot, bro. Oh, my God. Jesus, man. She was bad. Let Anybody t- don't know who Dark Journey is, Google that shit. Let me tell you Like, like Puzzworth is. Puzzworth <laughs> over here looking at you <laughs> right now. Wait, 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 wait. He's like, He's like oh, what? Oh, oh, dark, <laughs> dark Journey. <laughs> yeah. She was gorgeous. Oh, man. my God. She was oh, wow. beautiful. Oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, thank you, sir. Exactly. Thank you, Puzzworth. Yes. Her, uh. Her, her her real name was Linda, Linda Newton. Right. And Linda's listening right now. Oh, God. Oh, God bless you if you are, Linda. We love you. Let me tell you something. Come on the podcast. Right. Uh, let me tell you something. 
Well, you married never, me. Never, never, <laughs> mind, never mind what t- Tony Schiavone says. Uh, well, uh, Tony Schiavone had a thing for the Boogie Woogie, man. Yeah, so, yeah well, yeah. <laughs> come to the podcast. Oh, Boogie Baby. <laughs> come to the podcast. Please come to the podcast. Please. Oh, Please. <laughs> me and Mike would just be like, just not, not just, saying shit, just, just staring. Yeah, just. <laughs> She's going to be like, you want to ask me anything? <clears throat> no. 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 no, no, no. <laughs> Will you marry me? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Buzzwords be like, get on it, motherfuckers, come on. <laughs> but no after, dead air, no yeah, dead air. <laughs> but yeah, but this this was a big deal, especially, right. you know, in that area, uh, because Dark Journey was of uh, uh, she was she was um, African American. That's right, right, right. Uh, Very few African Americans in general, man, much less valets. Yeah, oh my god. In fact, to my knowledge, yeah. man, the only uh, black lady at that time that was about right. I can't think of another black woman at that particular time. No. And, uh, yeah, man, uh, and you're right, brother. That was a big deal. Yeah. I mean, it was a huge deal. Yeah. Yeah, that was a big deal, definitely, for that time. Absolutely. So, Slater, not only getting his heat, getting that heat on top, on top of top of that, man. Yes. Super heat. Because there was an interracial element to that. Absolutely. Hell, I didn't even think about that tour. Yeah. talking about it. I'm like, whoa, wait, yeah. man. And they black were chick, legitimate. Dude, they were know? legitimately... Uh, Oh, I didn't know yeah, they were together. Absolutely. I didn't know that. Absolutely. I didn't know that either. Once, once yeah. again, the gimmick in real lucky, life. Lucky Dick. Oh, no, fuck <laughs> goddamn Dick. He is a dick. Lucky man. Dick. No disrespect, but goddamn it, Dick. <laughs> <laughs> we that's straight up hate, bro. We just straight up hate now, just, man. Yeah. Oh hating. yeah. Yeah. Hating one hundred and one. I can't man. even hate. Dude, I can't. I can't. Man. I can't. I, I got to congratulate. Yeah. Man. God bless. Yeah. God, don't hate. Congratulate. Man. Elevate and elevate. Hell yeah. yeah, man. And can I go on a date? Don't yes. I know, um, and you know what, and I think she's what, I want to say she's in her 60s now. Probably by yeah. 61. Hey, thank you, bro. There you go. Man, the man, the legend. Dude, still. Puzzworth is still on this shit, Still. Man. Still hot. Oh kind of like Baby Doll, man. Baby Doll's still hot. I know. I, I follow her on Twitter and I'm like, oh, Jesus. I know. Come, come to the podcast. Come to the podcast. Come to the podcast. Please. We're not trying to be weird. <laughs> no, I ain't trying. We're not weird. We are weird. We ain't trying. We're, we're not achieve, weird. We're achieving we're that weird. shit, we're man. We're not weird. <laughs> we ain't trying nothing, yeah. man. No. All professional. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. But, uh, no, uh, we, you know, and like I said, you know, it's super huge, man, right. you know. Um, and was this Dark, Dark Journey's first time? Yes, being absolutely. Okay. Because, because Slater actually met her at a strip club. Oh, really? Yeah. Was she, this her first yes. gig in wrestling? Yes. Oh, shit. Yes. Okay, I didn't know that. Okay, yes. okay. I didn't know if she'd been around. Okay. Oh, she'd been on the stage, of course, but, you know. But, I mean, <laughs> damn. damn. Be a stripper? Yes. Motherfucker. <laughs> You know, man, if they ever invent a time machine, uh-huh. you know, everybody's going to go back to see, like, the sign of the Declaration of Independence, man. They want to maybe see, you know, like, some like Woodstock or something. Yeah. I want to go watch the Dark Journey fucking strip. <laughs> <laughs> back in her day? Oh, mother. I had no, no, I want to uh, see Harley Race, you know, Jack Briscoe, yeah, yeah, World Title. Yeah, Let's know, see that. Dusty Dor- and Flair. Dory, you know, know, whatever. The original Skinner Band. Absolutely. You know, you know. Dark Journey's a Dark stripper. Journey. That's number go. one. There you go. <laughs> How on the list. Oh, my God, man. But that'd be, hey, dude, it'd be worth it. Yeah. It'd be so worth yeah. it. And you know, the dollar today, man, hell, I could, you know, <laughs> with inflation? <laughs> yeah. Damn. You can go there for $5. Hell, yeah. <laughs> oh, man, Dark Journey. God. Okay, man, let's quit hard dicking on the Dark Journey. Okay. <laughs> 
I mean, we can do a show about that, man. You know, so we're gonna have to goddamn stay focused. But uh, he would go into this super hot feud with Jake the Snake Roberts. Okay. Who was in Mid South at that time? Right. As a baby. Right. This this was an incredible feud. And they were they were feuding over the Mid South TV title. Right. Now I say TV title as a moniker, a title, because this thing was a medal. Okay. <laughs> so it wasn't a belt? It was not a belt. Oh, really? It, I didn't was, know it was a medal that you put around your neck. Jesus, man. Kind of like how the, the six-man used to have the trophy, kind of. <laughs> it's like... Not even as cool. Uh, no, nowhere near as cool, yeah. man. No, I mean, that's... It was, a, it was a Kurt Angle medal. Jesus. I didn't know that, man. So Bill Watts was trying to save a little money. <laughs> he came up with this idea. Well, we can't afford another belt. Can you afford a medal? <laughs> I think I think it was it was weird. I don't know if it was the the money saver because they were making they oh were making money down there. You would think, yeah, for sure. <laughs> but uh, I mean, Bill Watts can afford new cowboy hats. He can't afford a fucking belt. <laughs> but no. <laughs> Get that big house with the pool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But no, I think it was his way of trying to keep it Legit, legitimately legit, yeah. uh, like a sport. Right, because you get medals yeah. in sports, right. man. I get that. Yeah. I get that. But then again, man, isn't it kind of like, and no, I mean, we're just kind of shooting the shit here, but to me, it kind of devalues the title. You know, here you got like yeah. a, a huge belt uh-huh. that's, you know, worth all this money. Then you have just a small you know, like piece of gold yeah. or silver or whatever it was. Which, of, you, you know, know, that North American title was huge. Right, right, right. That, that thing was super huge. So I mean, it was it was as big as the big gold. See, to me, man, having those belts, the psychology as a kid watching this stuff, and he's obviously as an adult, was these belts were valuable. Right, you yeah. know, if, Oh, if for you, sure. If you held a belt, you were holding on to five, ten, maybe even $20,000. I think the big gold belt was legitimately valued at around twenty grand. And it yeah. was legit. You yeah. had 10 pounds of yeah. gold. Yeah. Like the original NWA, that's a lot of money. Yeah. And that was part of it. But I was like, well, here's a, here's a fucking medal. Here's a medal. <laughs> Thanks. Here you man. go. You know. Now, that brings me to that interesting it's spot. It's like a or something. It brings me to that interesting spot. It, it is like I'm a damn medal. <laughs> a spelling bee. I want to know. It is. I mean, I never got any of those. It's like Phil Day. Yeah. Field day. Thank yeah. you, man. Yeah. The motherfucker won the egg race. Or <laughs> is field day still a thing in school? Do you know that? Pussworth is it? Is it? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Is it? Well, hell, Pussworth ain't been to school in damn. Ah, damn. 30, How old are you now, brother? 33. 33. Hell, man, you ain't been to fucking school, no, brother. That oh, that's right. Yeah, okay. Well, okay. All right. Didn't try to call you out, man. Say how old you were on the air here, brother. <laughs> Pussworth is exactly 58 years old. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh... No, that that brings me to uh, what happened with that, which is one of the most controversial things, and it would be revisited down the road in the ed- Attitude Era. Okay. Oh, really? Okay. Is when, uh, you know, of course, you know, um, it was a tournament for that that TV medal. <laughs> <laughs> can't even say title. Can't, man. can't, can't, can't do it. There's a ribbon. Sorry. <laughs> Why didn't they just it. have a fucking blue ribbon, man? Like here you go. Yeah. It was a <laughs> red, one dad I think it something. was a red, white, and blue ribbon with the big medal, with like big, that okay. medallion. But Jake Roberts won that. Number one mom pinned it. No. Uh and he would hold hold it. He literally, literally hold, literally literally hold yeah. it like this <laughs> for for a while until Slater uh got him into a match 
where it was title versus title. Or <laughs> title versus metal. Title versus metal. Uh, I think. Uh, it just don't seem Jake, fair, man. Yeah, it doesn't. It, it really doesn't. doesn't. It's outweighed. <laughs> but uh, let's see. Jake couldn't use the DDT, and uh, Dark Journey was couldn't be at ringside. Banned from ring. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool little angle, man. I yeah. like that. Okay. Which led to another great angle where uh, they were signing. They were going to sign off for the match. And uh, what the contract? Dick Slater, yeah, contract. Okay, gotcha. Um, and dark. Um, um, sorry, Dick Slater and Jake Roberts got an altercation in the ring, and Dark Journey had like this bottle of ink. She threw in Roberts' eyes, oh, so okay. he's blinded. Right. Okay, couldn't see. And uh, he actually winds up grabbing Dark Journey and DDTing her. Oh. And the place. Went nuts. Went fucking nuts. nuts. It was incredible. <laughs> so it goes in the match. Of course, Slater wins the match. So he's got the the North American title and the TV medal. And <laughs> <laughs> can't he just clip it to the belt? I mean, you know. Yeah, he just wears it around his neck, <laughs> like around his waist. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Space he just needs some shit. wristbands and you know, duct tape it. Yeah. You know, duct tape it to the to the belt. You know? Yeah, <laughs> Velcro that shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> but no. Um, so they rule. I don't know why Why they did this. Knowing in the match, going into the match, that he couldn't hold both titles. Right, right. Why would you make it a title versus when metal? You have to relinqu- when you have to relinquish, right. relinquish the TV title. Right. Anyway. I've always wondered that, man, because they would do that in Crockett as yeah. well. They would yeah. do that a lot. Yeah. I guess I could see why it would in a you way. Go, why would you make that match knowing that well, you had to? I, I could see setting up a tournament or something, you know. Something. But obviously, Roberts was going to WWF. Right, yeah. right, right. Exactly. So, he was on his way out. They already knew he was leaving, right. So, they filmed this segment. Um, with Slater and Dark Journey on this bridge at the Arkansas River. Right. Let me stop right there for a second, too. Okay. I just want to bring this up. It's always bothered me for my whole life. <laughs> Arkansas. Right. As a word. <laughs> I didn't know where you was going to that, man. <laughs> what a stupid word. <laughs> You've got Kansas. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. And you got... Arkansas. Arkansas, you know. Okay. Yeah. A-R. Inside. Kansas. <laughs> yeah. You, you ever seen the spelling of this? Damn it is, ain't it? Yes. I never really yeah. realized. I just never it's thought just about Kansas it. It's just Kansas with A-R before. I thought I was like, wait a minute. Did you get lazy? <laughs> <laughs> you just like, call it Arkansas. <laughs> I like that, Arkansas. Arkansas. No, that's Arkansas. No, that's Arkansas. Arkansas. I never realized yes. that, man. I never really thought about it. It's almost like they wanted Alabama and Kansas to come together, so they just made Arkansas. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. That place is shitty. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Easy, Pudsworth. <laughs> okay. Pudsworth's just prejudiced. No, he, yeah, he just, he just says, comes right out and says it's a shitty place. Fuck that I place. just said you had a shitty name. <laughs> I'm just saying. Pudsworth like, fuck that place. It's shit. <laughs> <laughs> so he knows, man. He got personal experience, man. So we're going to go with you, brother. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm with him. It's shit. It sucks. Or can shit. Or can shit. <laughs> All right, brother. We got. Let's get back on dick. Wait, wait, wait. What? All right. Oh. So he takes <laughs> and, and, and says in the promo, oh, you know what? Guess what? Since I can't have both titles, I'm going to take this TV title. Metal. Metal. 
I'm going to throw it in the Arkansas <laughs> River. <laughs> he should have skipped it like a rock. <laughs> he threw it out. Let's see if this thing floats. And just tosses out there. It's a fucking metal. Tosses it out there. It's pretty big, man. That's yeah, pretty I know. big yeah, deal yeah, for, sure. for right. back then. You right. Know? You're just throwing away a title at that point. Right. Boom. Boom. Done. You know? It's like, ah, look at there. It's not even floating. Uh, <laughs> That's, that's actually pretty good. That doesn't float. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would shit if it floated. floated. <laughs> yeah, but no, just go plated. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, okay, that does away with that metal. Right. Thank God, they actually would get a TV title, an actual belt, whenever they changed over to UWF. Right. Right. And Terry Taylor held that for a long time. I remember that man because that's when they had the buyout. That yeah. he was still champion at that time. Yeah. And, of course, they changed the North American title to the U- UWF uh, heavyweight title. Right, right. Uh, but, yeah, uh, he ended up, you know, with that. Had had another good feud with uh, Butch Reed, right. too. Right. And, uh, and then it was on to the WWF See, after I, that. I don't remember him in WWF. Because it was very, very limited. And he would come in as the Rebel. I think Dick I do Slater. remember that. It seems like I do remember yeah. the rebel, wearing you know, of course wearing the, the rebel flag, the rebel flag around his neck and blah blah, right. yeah, bandana, all that, and just was not. He was a baby face. I you do know, remember this was, that badly. Yeah. And he actually had you know a few matches with Jake Roberts and Butch Reed over there as well. Yep, there it there is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Puzzler just pulled up a big smiles. Yeah, just, it wasn't the same Dick Slater. Wait, and that was the WWF, man. They would always yeah. take it, and they would just try to turn it to their own thing. Yeah. It just, sometimes it would work, man, but it seems like 90% of the time it just, especially when you have those old school guys like Dick Slater who already had a reputation, who already had made a name for themselves. They come into the WWF, they try to cartoon it up. Yeah. And, you know, how how are you going to have a cartoon character called the Rebel with a Rebel flag, even back in that day? Oh, I know. It's just not, eh. Yeah, it was a it was a miss. Yeah, definitely a big miss. We're, and I think we can agree, man, that this was a miss on a damn talented, capable person, man, yeah. worker. You know, especially you know you had that history with him and Roberts. That could have. I think Steamboat was over there still at the time. Uh, was Orton still around? I think he may have still been around. He yeah, Ace, been, Ace, Ace is still around, yeah, rocking he, out the cast. He still had the cast yep. on, you know. Um, him and our Mike Sharp must went to the same, you know, <laughs> <laughs> same surgeon. Yeah. Know? Exactly. Time to change your surgeon, or time to change your doctor, but uh, yep. But man, they could have went a lot of different directions with them. But once again, yep. WWF in the eighties was was known to drop. Yeah. Balls, man. You know, and Dick Slater was another ball they dropped. Yep. But dropping balls on Dick. I'm <laughs> telling you. God damn it! God damn it! God damn it! I knew it. As soon as I said drop ball, I'm like fuck. Here, Here it comes. <laughs> and then let's, you didn't say it for Let's pick it up. Let's pick it up. And then he said, I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. But uh, that would, that would and and really with him, they would just use him as as an enhancement, enhancement talent. Yeah. Kind of like they did with Pez. Pez Wally yeah. came in hot, man. They yeah. just jobbed him out. Yeah, you know. pretty much. Once again. But that that would end in eighty seven. He left in eighty seven, right. um, and he would go to uh, all Japan pro wrestling. Okay, now this I have no yes. no history. Or well, let me tell you what. At this time in all Japan pro wrestling, you had Stan Hansen, right? You had Brody, you had Gordy, 
Uh, <laughs> you had Dan Spivey. You had Jumbo Saruda. God, man. You had... An army. I mean, yeah, basically, that's much. an army, dude. Yeah. I mean, that's... Fuck. That was uh, big time. I mean, Jesus. Any uh, one of those individuals yeah. by themselves yeah. would be enough to carry a company. Yeah. I mean, let's be completely honest, man. Stan Hansen yeah. could carry a company. Terry Gordy could carry a company. Steve Williams could carry a company. Well, Steve over there, did I... Did I hear you correctly? Yes, Steve yeah, Williams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All these guys, man, were just super tough, super badasses, yeah. man. And you had them all in the same place. Because that's when Gordy and Williams became a team, correct? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. And uh, stayed over there from 87 till 90. You know, just the toughest of tough guys. Right. You know, with that that whole schedule. Probably living like a king, too. Oh, yeah, man, for sure. Man. You know, the, those Japanese yeah. fans really were yeah. something special. You yeah. Know, they still are, but especially back yeah. in that day. Where, you know, just getting over by your talent, you right. know, just working, right. you know. Just, so, just a lot of his, a lot of his, his promo stuff was not, you know, being used at that time. Right. But, uh, but his, 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 his in-ring in work was incredible. So, it was used to its highest over there. Right. Uh, let's see. He did a little, a little stint with, uh, AWA okay. before he went out. Right. You know, I mean, he was Kurt Henning's bodyguard over there for a little bit for whatever reason. Right, just to probably find a spot yeah. for him, man. Right, right. And I think he he had to go with with Lawler at that time. Right. Kind of bring but, back some of that old school stuff, you know, right. Yeah. But in 89, he comes back to NWA, now WCW. WCW. Right, yeah. right. This was during that very transitional, yeah, confusing time. Very as a fan. confusing. It's like, is it WCW? Is it NWA? Yeah. <clears throat> is it the Wrestling Network? You know, right. that was something that was going on for a yeah. little while. It's like, man, which is which? You know? Yeah, exactly. So he joins up with the JTEX Corporation. We talked about them last, last, yeah, last, well, the episode before last right. with the Halloween Havoc '89. See, man, I don't remember him really with JTEX at all. And I remember that angle when I was there watching was, it. There know. was some good stuff. There was some really good matches with him and Flair. Great matches with him and Sting. And let me go back to that, too, <clears throat> because uh, back in Mid-South UWF, uh, him and Sting had an altercation. It's, it's a pretty famous uh, story about those two. Is this a shoot? Yes. Oh, Okay. I'm not familiar. Now, at, at the time, and this was back in Mid-South, around the 86, 87, uh, Dick Slater and Dark Journey had a falling out. Um, so she's single? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, at that time, she was. Ah, oh, damn it, man. Once again, and, But he left her on the side of the road. Oh, no, like literally. Literally. <laughs> literally. Literally. <laughs> from, you know, the, the way the stories go. Uh, and... Sting, innocent Sting. Young blood, man, brand right. new, baby face, yeah. white meat, man, just as. Picked her up. Yeah. And go just as clean the, as you can go, be. Go into the next show. Right. I don't know about how clean. But you know what I mean. Like, yeah. As far as yeah. television. Right, you know, right, right. Yeah. Not, not behind the scenes. Like well, no, this time, at this time, they were the Blade Runners. Oh, it was, uh, so it they sting were. And, it was Sting and, uh. The Warrior, yeah. Okay, okay. I thought this yeah. was a little after that. No, okay, okay, no. okay. So he still has a little yeah. bit of that heel thing going on. Yeah. Okay. So he's a heel, she's a heel. Right. He picks her up and uh, comes back, and Slater gets word of this. Right. 
Not cool, man. Yeah. <laughs> you don't be picking up Dick Slater's chick, man. Yeah, yeah. Even if he did nothing wrong there, yeah, I guess. I mean, you yeah. Know, you know. yeah. But for whatever reason, it just set off Dick just it wasn't horribly. Wasn't happening. He beat the shit out of scene. I think I do remember hearing this and story. And wound up putting his head in the toilet and flushing it. I do remember hearing this yeah. story. Yes, I do. Yes. Because yeah. right. this, hey, this isn't Cor- Cornette tells a story and, and Tracy Smothers tells a I story. I have heard this, yeah. Tracy Smothers actually tells a more in-depth story about it. Right. And Cornette was just kind of around and, and kinda heard about points, it. Yeah. That's right. But, um, yeah, if you ever get a chance to check that full <laughs> story out, it, yeah, it's one of the more famous. And, you know, well, that, it shows you how tough Dick Slater Right. It really was. Like, legitimately. Yeah. Now, let me ask you, Mike, did that have any negative repercussions for him? Cause, no. Okay, okay, I wasn't no. sure, because I know Sting was still up and coming. Yeah. This, you no. know, obviously Sting would become, yep. like, the flag bearer yeah. at some point. So so he got away Watts, with it. Yeah. Watts just seemed like, well, you know, I'm, I'm pretty I sure Watts just saw it like, boys, boys. Just you know. working it out. Yeah. Just working it out. Yeah. And, and Bill Watts being who he is, it's the right. way Bill would want it to be worked yeah. out. So, flash forward to that, you know, of course, you know, I guess after that time, they would bygones be bygones. Just kind of squashed it, yeah. you know. Yeah. And they worked uh, worked great together. And, of course, you know, Slater was in that group with Gary Hart as the head. Yeah. You know, you had Terry Funk, Great Muda. You'd later have uh, Dragon Master and Buzz Sawyer. Right. Yeah. Uh, I remember just JTEX was JTEX was a great group. I, I just don't think it, it, it really got the push it should have. How did I forget Dick Slater but remember the Dragon Master? Yeah. yeah you know what I'm saying? And yeah, I, don't how, even, how, I don't even know how, how <laughs> Dick Slater incorporated into JTEX because Slater was from Florida. Florida. He yeah. wasn't even from Texas. I guess so, they were trying to do Texas, I guess. Right. You know, yeah. Southern maybe. I, I don't know. But, yeah, I don't remember him there, but I remember the Dragon yeah. Master. <laughs> but, you shit. know, growing up, you know, who uh, Terry Funk was one of Dick Slater's uh, idols. Okay, you right. know he looked up to Slater, or he looked up to Funk tremendously. Right. Even sometimes you could see the mannerisms that he would use, Slater would use that, right. that Funk used to use. But uh, and you know how cool is that you're working with you know you're one of your idols? Yeah. But going back to Crockett in '84, '85. How Terry cool was beat the it? shit out. Beat the shit. How, how cool. Your, your idol is beating Beat the hell, the out, of hell you. out of you. In, in your dream profession, man. Yeah. In, front, in, in right. your sacred ground. Yeah. Dude, a lot of people be like, well, that doesn't sound cool, but if you know it. Oh, yeah. That's that's so awesome, yeah. man. I mean, dude, you know, Dick Slater be like, hit me harder. Right. You know, like, beat the shit. Like, yeah. legitimately put me down, yeah. man. You know, and yeah. that's awesome, man. I yeah. mean, that, that is truly. It, wrestling's such a weird animal. It is. It's such a weird it animal is. because if, if somebody's out there listening to this, and obviously I doubt if you're going to listen to this if you're not a wrestling fan, but if you're not a wrestling fan, you're like, wait a minute, they're saying that's cool? That that's something to be proud of, that your idol beat the shit out of you? Fuck yeah. In wrestling, absolutely. Yeah. In professional wrestling, that's absolutely a big deal. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> it's something to be proud of. Oh, yeah. Um, now, they would go on and, and finish that feud out. I think actually, um, I was wound up getting fired at that point. Okay. And I'm not sure why. I'd have to dig a little bit deeper because of that. Um, because nobody's ever really said why he got. Right. I don't know. Maybe it could just be a contract thing. Last. Well, no, it wasn't a contract deal. Um, because they they were sprinkling money around. Well, yeah. Um, 
Maybe they for think... for ridiculous guys. Well, like the ding dongs, ding dongs and shit like oh, <laughs> ding dongs. Now, if you want uh, to give the ding dongs money yeah. and you ain't gonna give Dirty Dick Slater some right. money, then you know, yeah, ain't got much sympathy ain't, for you, exactly. bro. You know? <laughs> um, I don't know. The last time I, I remember seeing Slater in that was that whole big angle when when Terry Funk put the plastic bag over uh, Flair's head. head. I remember that. Got that. For real, that real. Yeah, man, that was hot, dude. That was, God. That scared me. That's serious. And, and I was actually older, and I was like, whoa, okay. But it goes back to that Terry Funk crazy, man. Yeah, that, you, you know? never knew with Terry Funk. Oh, uh, hell. Because right when you, th- to, to quote Roddy Piper, right when you think you have the answers figured out, he changes the question. Yep. And that was how it was yeah. with Funk. Because at that point, okay, you know wrestling's a work. You know it's not yeah. 100% right. what it's being presented as. But when he put that bag over Flair's head, I got concerned. Oh, hell, he's trying to kill like, Nature Boy. Yeah, I mean, really. I didn't even like real. Flair. And I was yeah. like, oh, shit, don't kill him. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I want, I want Dustin yeah. to come back and beat him, but yeah. I don't want to see him dead. <laughs> yeah. You know, and you never know. Cause Terry, and then he piled drove mm-hmm. on the table. I'm like, yeah. fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was just like, fuck, that's all I could say. You yeah. Know, it was scary, man. Yeah. It was concerning. Exactly. It was, it, was, it was awesome. So I don't know if that had anything to do with it or not. Right. Because they, they certainly weren't going to fire Funk. No, not at that they time. They weren't going to no. fire Muda. Or, or even Mood, Hart. Even Hart. No. Now, I think they wound up firing Hart. But later. Later on. Later. So you think they just needed a scapegoat? I think so. And then they I, I think it. And maybe it just got too hot. And they had to let they had to make an example out of one of them. Yeah. Can, like you said, man, it can't be mooted and it can't be fun. Right. It can be hard at the time because yeah. he was so integral to this yeah. angle. Dick Slater would be yeah. pull the shortest straw yeah. pretty much, which is a fucking shame. Man. Yeah, it is. It is. It truly is. But um, he would later come back. They, they'd, they'd bring him back, and they'd bring him back tag teaming with Dick Murdoch. I don't remember that. As the hardliners. I don't remember that at all. Dude, this How this did I was miss that? this was a great tag team. That, it, absolutely, that, that got overlooked. Oh man, those two! I, how did I? This is I swear to God, <clears> I think it's the first time I've ever heard of this. No, really, I swear yeah. to God. Yeah. Go back and, and check it. The hardliners, hardliners. Okay. I'm gonna check um, that out, man. And they go immediately into a feud with the Steiner brothers. Oh hell, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, yeah. Got, I know what I'm doing today when I yeah. get done post production, man. Now, I'm, this I'm was good Steiner. This, up, this was like. When they were like really oh my hitting God, hard, they were good, dude, in their prime. Yeah, I, you'd be hard pressed to find a better yeah. tag team, man, than the Steiner brothers. Yeah. The only downside to the Steiners, I thought some of their charisma could have been a little bit better. Right. You know what I'm saying? Now, Big Papa Pump, obviously, <laughs> it was weird, man, because as they went on, Rick Steiner always had a lot of charisma. And I loved his character. Uh huh. You know, kind of, kind of off. You know, his yeah, little oh, off center. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he had Alex, the manager. Yep. Uh, but Scott Steiner, before he became Big Papa Pump, man, just didn't really. He was awesome in the I ring. I loved his in-ring oh, work. Oh, his in-ring work was unsurpassed, yes. man. Because he was a big guy. They were guy. suplex machines. Damn, dude. They were doing shit that you had never... The Frankensteiner? Frankensteiner. Come on, man. Come the hell on. Yeah. But, dude, it's such a trip. When he became Big Papa Pump, he became one of my favorites, man. For really? Real. Yeah. I, I love yeah. Scott Steiner, yeah. man. He's nuts. Yeah. He's crazy, and I love that, yeah. man. But as the Steiner brothers, as the tag team... I thought they were, like I said, unsurpassed in the ring. Oh, man. yeah. But they just, to me, they lacked that little bit of extra right. oomph. Something yeah. to really kind of put them over that edge. But then again, man, they really didn't need that because of their in-ring work was so good. But they stayed elevated. Yeah. So so talk a little bit to me a little bit about that, Mike. Let's talk about Dick Murdoch and Dick Slater versus the Steiner Brothers, or as I like to call it, fucking Armageddon. Uh, hard, hard hitting. <laughs> yeah. Hard dude. hitting. But they, they slowed them they slowed the Steiners down for sure. They had to, man. They had to. Had to. Um, 
uh, a lot of stuff, especially a lot of stuff that they were doing at the time. Because I don't think Jake not taking a Frankenstein. Or he would have. Or, yeah, or, or could, Slater. I mean, yeah. Well, yeah or man. You, could, you know, <laughs> Murdoch was just as nuts as, as everybody yeah, else. He just would do some crazy stuff. <laughs> absolutely. I, you know how I feel about Dick Murdoch. Oh, yeah. You know, love a man scared of him all at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think. Uh, I don't know that they. Uh, I'm trying to remember if, if they had won the uh, the tag team titles at this time. The Hardliners? Yeah. I don't think so, man. No, they, no they never did pick up the tag I'm titles. Sure, cause I know, which was a shame. Right. That, yeah. that would have been, a, especially for those guys kind of being the twilight of their careers at this time, man, that would have been a good little, hey, man, here's something for you guys. Right, you, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Because I, I guess both these guys were getting toward retirement age yeah. at this point. Now, probably about, let's see, 91, they would uh, split up. Okay. And Slater would go down to Florida and work a little while. But we come back in 92, uh, and it teamed with uh, Greg Valentine. Okay. And the Barbarian. Okay. I don't Which remember this at all. Definitely a weird alliance. The ninety two is a weird, <laughs> weird. Yeah, I, I was not watching WCW was, at this it time. It was a weird man. time for WCW. It, I, I was a WWF guy at this yeah. point. Yeah, because you still had you had the new guys coming in, and you still had a lot of the old guys holding on. And you still had a lot of talent, man. Yeah, it, for sure. A lot of talent. Yeah, and uh, let's see, Slater and Barbarian um, defeated the Freebirds. Jimmy Garvin and Michael this Hayes. This is the Jimmy Gar- Garvin version, right. Yeah, to win the U.S. tag titles. Mike, let, let me interrupt you for one second, man. Who was in charge of WCW at this time? Was this a Herd era? 92? Yeah. I hey, yeah, say, look that up, yeah. Poseworth. Yeah, Poseworth. Dude, he's on it, brother. Hell, man. He, Poseworth, thank you again for being here and helping us out. I want to say it was Kip Fry. not sure. I don't even know who that is. I was so out of WCW right. at this point, man. So, uh... But yeah, I suppose we're looking this up, man. We can uh, continue to talk about this strange, <laughs> yeah, strange, uh, yeah, of, of definitely, Greg. <laughs> yeah. Great um, the hammer. I mean, definitely good. All these guys are awesome workers, man, and they all have oh for sure, you know, great reps. But yeah, damn, man, Greg, and they're all good heels, but they just seem so unlikely, man. It's such oh, an I odd know. couple. It is. Odd, it really is. You know, team, you know. But they would be the last team that ever held the U.S. Tag titles. Really, they retired them. With with uh, Slater and the Barbarian. Really? I yeah. did not know that. So Slater did get to have that last title. He even got to retire. That's oh, no. That wasn't his last title. Oh, it wasn't? No. Oh, okay. No, sir. Oh, I'm jumping no, ahead. Sir. I'm putting the carriage in front of the horse. No, right. yeah. No, no, yeah. man. Let me put the brakes on. Yeah. Um, but, no, it would be the last time you would ever see the U.S. tag titles. Right. Yeah. That was it. That, yeah. Those guys had them. Yeah. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. I, I, think, to... I think so. Because uh, the U.S. tag titles were huge. Dude, I love that. I, I loved it. I, I did, too. I love how they looked. Yeah. I, I liked the teams. You know, man, you had Garvin and Barry Wynn and the Midnight. You know, obviously, those were the ones. That, that's the one that I really remember the yeah. most. Uh, the Fantastics, I believe, held them for a yes. while. You know. And like I said, they free just. Freebirds. The Freebirds. Yeah. That's right. Yes, sir. You're right. Yep. And I just I just loved how they looked, man. I just thought they were so badass. That red strap, the red, white, and blue, man. They were, they were colorful. Yeah. Know, they weren't medals. They were belts. You know, that's always a big deal, you know, as we discovered today. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, man, that's awesome that, that that title pretty much got retired with Dick Slater. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Yeah. yeah. Now, uh, did you ever find who else? Still looking for it. Still looking. All, All right. right, man. All, All right. right. Come on, so, Puzzle now, God damn it. So, this puts us into the, the – uh, 
About the 90... <coughs> he was kind of used in 93 enhancement. Got it, got it. this point. You know, sporadically. Right. But 94 is going to start changing for Dick Slater. Okay. Dirty Dick Slater. Because he joins the stud stable. Okay. Robert... I remember Colonel that. Robert Parker's stud That's stable. That's right. I do remember him in there. You okay. had Funk. You yep. had Arn. You had Bunkhouse Buck. Bunk, yes. Slater. And then Dick and Slater. Slater. Yes, I do remember that. Now, if you're not familiar with Robert Parker. Or the Colonel. The Colonel. Yeah. Robert Fuller. Right. From Continental Wrestling, Memphis, areas like that. And Bunkhouse Buck, who was Jimmy Golden, right, in the same areas. I love me some Jimmy Golden. I love me some Robert Fuller. When they came over here, I was like, oh, my God, they're killing these guys. Right. It's going to be I was big, like, uh, this No, I thought it was like, oh, this is dead. Oh, they're, you thought, oh, they're, oh, I'll they're, okay. they're WWFing these guys up. I see. I got you. But let me tell you what. It actually turned it out to be. Big. It was yeah. the most fun. Yeah, I remember and that. Statement. Jimmy Golden as Bunkhouse Buck. I like Bunkhouse Buck. <laughs> <laughs> Still, to me, some of the greatest yeah, stuff, man, from that time. That was good. I remember that, man. I, I did watch a little bit of that. I, I love me some Bunkhouse <laughs> Buck. Boy, got from Bucksnort, Tennessee. But uh, yes, yes, and I think that's actually a real place. And probably I, is. I think I've actually passed through there before. Hey, I think that's where Bunkhouse Monk is. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Or he's still out there. <laughs> hey, man, he might be, dude. Oh, I love Bunkhouse. Man. Yeah. Oh, dude. That was a cool yeah. stable. Yeah. And I do remember Slater in that stable, man. I do yeah. remember that. Um, That was good stuff. But him and uh, Bunkhouse Buck would, would go to win the, uh, on to win the World Tag Titles. Okay. From Harlem Heat. Really? Yeah. Man, they, because, dude, they were pushing Harlem Heat. Huge back then. Yeah, I mean they were like the shit. I mean they they were the shit, but man they were pushing them like big time, man. Dude, I'm, I'm gonna tell you when I knew that my era pro wrestling was dead. It goes into the Harlem Heat, man. Just a quick side note. We'll get back into Dick Slater, but man, I watched the Rock and Roll Express go against Harlem Heat one Saturday morning on the WCW Worldwide. Uh-huh. Harlem Heat straight up squashed the Rock and Roll Express. I'm like, well, that's it. There you go. There, it's over, man. Rock and, and Roll's was, dead. And I was so happy, man. Yeah. You know, I never liked Rock and Roll Express anyway. Uh-huh. Even as a kid, I just never got into them. And right. I really was a huge fan of Harlem Heat. And they went in there and they squashed Ricky and Robert, man. It was like rap killing rock and roll. Fuck yes, yeah. man. It was like yeah. Dr. Dre came out and beat the shit out of like Eddie Money or some <laughs> shit. <laughs> Peter Frampton, man. Peter Frampton, oh, tag in. No, oh. Dr. Dre just slapped him, man, and it was it. Done. And it was done and done. Yeah. And, man, it was, but it, it was bittersweet, man, because yeah. I did like Harlem Heat. Yeah. I was a huge fan of those guys. I still think Booker T is probably one of the best pound for pound yeah. ever. ever. Um, but, man, when they beat the Rock and Roll, it was bittersweet. Oh, I was yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Fuck the Rock and Roll Express. <laughs> and, and then I was like, oh, shit, man. There's my era. There's the end of the era. That's it, man. Yeah. To me, that's what kind of put the capstone on the it. The real end of the era. Not the... the right, man. Exactly. Yeah. Not not the buyouts, not this or that, but not the, the not the Not the Undertaker, Triple H end of an era. <laughs> no. Number two. <laughs> the Electric I, Boogaloo. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you all been five. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man, yeah. But anyway, so, who was yeah. in charge of WCW? God damn it, were <laughs> like, motherfucker, I don't know. Oh, no, that's Ted Turner, brother. He was over the whole thing, man. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I can't find it. it See, who was in charge of 
Yeah. Damn it, Puzz. Where's Mike? All right, Mike. Look it up for us. I'm yeah, because I don't just looking for it. I'm just fucking with you. But nah, man. Uh, that that is pretty cool that he was able to at least win the tag team titles. You know what I'm saying, man? That's that's a cool thing. That was uh, that was pretty big because I mean, you know, you're looking at '94, '95. Where you know Dick Slater had been kind of overlooked, right. you know, the whole exactly, right. you know, for so long, and to put the titles on him and Buck, man, that was that was pretty big stuff, especially against Harlem Heat, Heat because yeah. Harlem Heat at that time was just a super super huge tag Dude, they team. Were freight trains, they man. were the the I would say at that time they were kind of like the road wars absolutely the 90s absolutely i will give you that 100 yeah. man 100 and they were a solid team yes. it wasn't like yes. the skyscrapers who were together Big for maybe six months right right man you they know? were they were established yeah and they were the shit man yeah so let's find out man who was in charge of wcw in 19 well, we're, we're gonna try and find out uh, was it 91 or 92 let's see i think it's 92 but uh well, I tell you what, Mike. While you're looking at that, man, me and Puzzworth, let's uh, sing a song. <laughs> <laughs> I got you, babe. No, I'm just thinking. <laughs> Actually, let's don't do that. Let's yeah. Do okay. That. 1992. <laughs> uh, well, Heard was was vice president from '89 to '92. Okay. Kip Allen Fry was president '92. Okay. '92. Okay. okay. Now Watts was. Uh, Vice President Bill Watts right, right. in '93, right. and then of course Eric Bischoff from, from there '94 on, on. Yeah. Till, till his death, <laughs> well, until it died. <laughs> well, until '97 actually. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, he he came. Or he, and at, then uh, um, Bill, that's when Russo, Bill Bosch, that's right, fired yeah. him. Yeah, whatever. That's right. That's right. But yeah, man, took over. Yeah. So I tell you what, brother. Yeah, Let's, man. That, that, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Hell yeah. Uh, Google. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, that's probably the wrong thing. Or as you say in your country, Google. Google. <laughs> Is that how you English people say it? <laughs> Google. <laughs> but, uh, anyway. But goggle. Man, goggle. <laughs> Let me look at the goggle. That's nah. my, okay, man, we're getting, we're getting ridiculous. All right, yeah. Let's get back on point here, All right, man. so, yeah, they put them on. Uh, let me see. Uh, class champion. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Yeah they, they, yeah, they lost them back to Harlem Heat. Okay. Uh, of course, you know, Harlem Heat at that time has Sister Sherry. Sherry, man. Right, yeah. right, you know, man. I think we all remember. Dude. This is scary. The biggest botch of all time that, that came from Harlem Heat and Sister Sherry. Doing that promo on Hulk Oh, Hogan. where they called Hulk Hogan the N-word? <laughs> yeah, man. Dude. Ain't that some irony? That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. Booker T. We coming for you. Yeah, et cetera, et cetera. Shucky ducky, quack, quack. <laughs> I was like, dude. But what's so funny about that is, is Booker T's expression as soon as oh, he says it. Because he knew he fucked up. Oh. He knew he fucked up, man. <laughs> I was like... Yeah, man. Well, we're going to hey, go. Let's let go ahead. And... It, but they were badass, man. They were the shit. They man. were. They like were I said, shit. it was just like rap came in there and slapped and, everybody. It beat the shit out of, like I always say, any money. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but nah, man, that, that was a fucked up situation. But nah, dude, just going back, like I say, Booker T, I'm such a fan of his. Yeah. Stevie Ray was all right. He was a good big guy. Yeah. He you was know, definitely the power. The power, man. You know, yeah. but, but man, you can't even compare. Dude, Booker T was just so good. Yeah. He was so big. He was so strong. And he could yeah. fucking, he was athletic. Uh, like I say, Stevie Ray was a little one-dimensional. But they did work good together, right. man. Yeah. You know, because Booker T could take the heat. And then he could, you know, tag in Stevie Ray. Stevie Ray come in, clean house. It worked. It yeah. definitely worked. It did. Man. 
So, bro, let's start talking about maybe toward the end of, you know, because we're getting kind of toward the end of the podcast. Okay. We'll start looking at maybe toward the end of uh, Dick's career. Now, um, let's see. He would he would team with different people, you know, in and all that. But it is his last serious tag team run was with uh, Mike Enos. Okay. And right. they were called Rough and Ready. I think I remember this. This Chris. is 96. This, okay, this sounds familiar to yeah. me. I think I do remember this. This is vaguely. Uh, yeah. Very vaguely, man. This is not good. <laughs> Doesn't sound No, good. it was now, not. Now, Mike Enos was a part of the Rockin' RMPs, correct? Wasn't that who he No, was? no, no. You're thinking about Mike Davis. Okay, okay. Rock and okay. Roll RPMs. Okay, all right, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Damn, I fucked that yeah, all up. Uh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Buzzword's looking at shit. I was like, nah, dude, you're fucking up. <laughs> no, 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 no. But uh, he... Who Mike was, Enos would, would later go on to it? to uh Bloom t- no he would w- go on to la- later team with uh, Wayne Bloom. Now previous to That's, that, okay, yeah, okay, it, you may remember them. Do you remember who they were? I didn't remember what they used to do back in '96. None of you maybe. Yeah, I don't remember, man. Now, if I'm not mistaken, if I can, if I can get this timeline right, uh, let's see. They were in the WWF for just a little while. The Beverly Brothers. Bloom and Enos yeah, were the okay. Beverly Brothers. That's it. All right, yeah. 90, 91 to 93. That's all right. I yeah. remember them yeah. from there. Okay, that's where I, I got the mm-hmm. rocking RPMs and somebody yeah. mixed up with somebody. Okay, it was yeah. the Blue. For, I was wanting to call them the Blue Bloods, but they were the yeah. Beverly Brothers. Okay. Uh, right. The Blue Bloods were. A lot of were, in there, man. Lot, the Blue Bloods were uh, Sir Robert Eaton. Eat and, and uh, uh, Steve, um, Stephen Regal, Regal. Yes. That's right. That's right. That's right. It was uh, William Regal at the time. Yeah. No. no, it was Steve. It was Steve Regal. Yeah. It was Steve Regal. Okay. Yeah. All right. So anyway, man, about the dick. <laughs> let's, yeah. get, let's get back on dick. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. <laughs> no, Puzzworth, not like that. <laughs> but no, there, there, there was another story. Well, well after, well, w- during that time with Rough and Ready. With Mike Who came up with the fucking name, man? Rough and Ready. <laughs> I'm, I'm guessing that would have been uh, that would have been a Bischoff thing. So, yeah, it yeah. had to have been. It sounds like he damn right probably uh, <laughs> dictated that out to somebody. Hey, uh, we need dictated. a team name. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> but anyway, anyway. So Rough and Ready, you know. Rough and Ready. Well, Slater blew out two vertebrae during a match, oh, okay. which. Basically, that was the end this of it, the, that was the end of Slater's career. Gotcha. Yeah, right. And but he, he would go. A, he would go. All, Mike Enos would pick up with uh, Wayne Bloom. Right. right. And, and go on with that that rough and ready tag team. But they were still champions. They weren't champions. No, they, 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 they'd already never, dropped the belts. They, that's right. That's right. Well, no, he dropped the belts with uh, Barb. Um, <laughs> no, no, God damn it, man! Fuck, <laughs> fuck, dude! We need to start wrapping this on each other, bro. <laughs> But no, we're getting into this 96 tag team errors, which had, you know, you said Bart. I'm always thinking smoking guns, guns Bart. And, you know. Yeah, yeah. So they all kind of blended together. It was a weird, it was a weird tag team time. Weird time, man. Just in general for yeah. WCW, man, yeah. that was a weird time. Yeah. Earl Robert Eaton. Not yeah, Sir Earl, that was it. Yeah, yeah Sir Stephen Regal. Who was uh, Stephen Regal's uh, uh, manager, too? It was Dundee, but his name was... Uh, I don't remember that, man. I remember them being together, but I can't remember what they were all called. I remember I wasn't a fan because I loved Beautiful Bobby so much. Yeah, it was, like, it was, it was kind it of was weird. It was a good team, though. It was. They were great, Yeah, man. They were a great tag team. But they I had just, some funny spots. They but, did. You know. 
that's one thing, man. Beautiful Bobby never took it too seriously. No, and thank no. God. You yeah. know, thank God for that. that's what made him so great. You know. Yeah. Now there's there's the stories. Of course, you, you know you got the Sting story. You got the John, uh, um, the uh, John uh, Matez. I can't I say his last name. Yeah, 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 the yeah. football player beating the shit out of him right. in a bar. Right. Uh, then you've got another one where Wahoo McDaniel accidentally shot Slater. Oh, shit. Yes. <laughs> I never heard of this, man. you got to tell this one, brother. This, this happened out uh, at a bar, of course. Obviously. You know, in Atlanta. Somebody what could met, go wrong? Uh, I think it was him, Tommy Rich, Andre the Giant. Jesus. <laughs> and Slater. Uh, what could go wrong? What's somebody had said something about Rich's wife, and, oh, and uh, Rich and McDaniel got into it with with a couple of people outside. Because uh, apparently, guys would always test the wrestlers. Yeah, guys would always try to be like the tough guy. You know, they always want to push the guys. Yeah. you know, yeah, which they did. Yeah, oftentimes they ended up losing. Let's see. One of the guys got out a knife. Uh, you know that they were into it with and. <laughs> Wahoo pulls out his gun, and uh, let's see. We went, uh, got into another altercation. Make Wahoo pistol whip the guy, <laughs> and the damn gun goes off. Why he's pistol whipping him? Oh shit! And hits Slater oh, in the leg. Fuck, man. Now, there was another story, also. Barry getting. Barry Windham, you're getting uh, shot in the leg. I, well, I remember hearing something like Blackjack and him were fighting over something. They were having a father-son thing, and Blackjack pulled a gun on him. I heard about that. That's possible, too. Yeah, I heard about yeah. that one. But um, uh, uh, Slater had to tell the police that he got hit by a sniper. <laughs> Shit. Uh, so, of course, cops probably like, okay, yeah. cool, it's the 80s, you know, yeah. so whatever. So okay. he had to, had to take the three weeks off and, and come back after that you know gunshot's yeah, pretty good excuse yeah. for taking a couple of weeks off you know but no and, and, you know of course the the bar fight with john matuzic right which slater won and john matuzic was a huge motherfucker right but slater took him down it took him down <laughs> took him down taught him a little taught I mean, him a lesson yeah <laughs> so at any rate uh that's that's dicky slater man right. you know that's and um so that was pretty much it, man. After that, Dude, he pretty yeah. much retired. Yeah, he pretty much retired. Kind of got into, you know, you know, a lot of domestic disputes, uh, right, stuff right. like that. Yeah. Actually wound up uh, getting into a car accident quite a few years back and had actually had to be put to a nursing home. Oh, really? I yeah. wasn't. I knew his health had failed. I yeah, remember, yeah. I heard he'd been in poor health for like the last 10 years. Yeah. Take, man, they said he'd been really kind of bad off. Which you know, Mike, you gotta you gotta think, brother. Uh, someone who lived that kind of lifestyle, oh, uh, uh, it's a rock and roll lifestyle. Yeah, it's the same for professional sure. rock and roll. The only difference is wrestlers took steroids. Yeah, man. that's really the only difference. You gotta think, man, coming off that lifestyle, trying to go back home, trying to play the the domestic role. Oh, man, yeah. that's got to be hard on those yeah. guys, man. It's got to really be hard on their wives, too, because vice versa, man. They're used to a men gone all the time. They kind of do their own thing, man. You know, they're working or doing whatever. Well, now you got this. Pissed off, probably bitter, because you know how wrestling can do us, man. Yes, I mean, sir. Brother, I can think back when I was in the in the local wrestling scene how bitter I was. Yeah. And I didn't make a fucking dime. Yeah. Imagine what these people who are making their living doing right. this thing. You know they're going to be bitter. They're going to be pissed off. I, I can I can actually see how these situations can occur. Man. Yeah. I'm not excusing. I'm not justifying. Yeah. I'm just saying, realistically speaking, 
I, I can see it, man. And yeah. I, it, it's bad for everyone. You yeah. Know? And it's really bad when you see somebody who was so, God, man, just so great at their craft, man. Somebody who was a master at their craft like Dick Slater was, unfortunately not get those, you, you know, the, the, the respect, yeah. man, kind of overlooked. And, it, man, if anything else, the podcast, at least we can say we gave the man his props. Exactly. You know, and this yeah. is why we decided, hey, we're going, we want to do Spotlight yeah. Series. We want to spotlight just certain wrestlers. Who better to yeah. be our first one than Dick Slater, man? Yeah. And once again, it's not because he passed away recently. It's because that's yeah. how good the it's man is. Yeah, for sure. Because we, like I said, we'd had this plan for a while. Yeah, this is in this is on paper, man. And especially digging, you know, into that '84. Yeah, that's stuff. what brought me yeah. into it. I was like, because I know when we were talking about getting our schedule, we were like, well, what do we want to do here? What do we want to do there? And I'm like, bro, we got to get that spotlight in. I want, yeah. I want to learn yeah. more. Yeah. And, and you know, obviously, 90 percent of what we talk about with the puds. It's for the puds. Yes. You know, it's for the yeah. people listening. It's not for us per se. But that one was selfish as hell. It is. Because I wanted that definitely. one myself. This yeah. what what we just what we're wrapping up right now, man, has been wonderful for me. I mean, I'm living in the moment because this has just been great. This this is part of why we're doing it to begin with, yeah. man. It's you know, we want to help the puds. We wanna you know, not help them, help them, but we want to reach them, but at the same time, man, it's gotta be fun and, and entertaining and fulfilling for us. Yes. And brother, nothing fulfills me like dick yeah fuck <laughs> why are you laughing at Buzz Wars no, they're having a serious moment over <laughs> here you I was trying to I was later. trying to fucking do something here man I was trying to reach the people freezing freezing <laughs> freezing giggling over there like why a little giggling, girl man come on Puzzworth. that's why we got an Englishman man to take this shit seriously serious god damn it dry come on dry humor <laughs> Talking about dick, you guys are gonna dry. <laughs> you gotta do a dry dick, man. Jesus, man, God. Anyway, grow up, <laughs> grow up, Buzzworth. <laughs> Fuck, man, can't even talk about dick without over here fucking giggling. <laughs> We're just talking about dick. What the fuck? But anyway. I think we've reached a record. Brother, I think we need to go ahead and start wrapping this thing up. <laughs> like Dick, hey, oh, hey, hey you always wrap dick up. Um, but anyway, hey, man, is there... well, I tell you what, man, before we wrap it up. Let's go ahead and just, you know, let's dedicate this to the memory yes, absolutely, of man. Dirty Dick Slayer. Yeah. Uh, once again, man, the wrestling world really did lose a, a genius and a master of their craft here a few absolutely. weeks ago. So we definitely want to dedicate that. Uh, you know, man, and I also want to give a couple shout-outs. You know, I know we brought up This Is a Work earlier, uh, but I want to bring those guys up again. Yeah. If you want to listen to an unbiased, you know, WWF, somebody who doesn't handle the WWF like me, Listen to those guys, because you're only going to get bias right. and, and yeah. bitterness and shit from me when it comes <laughs> to anything. Dude, I swear to God, WWE, let's just call it what it is, man. WWE can put on the absolute greatest fucking wrestling show ever. I'd look at it and be like, that is horse shit. The greatest Royal Rumble? <laughs> <laughs> I, I like, that's good, man. I like that. I like that he came out with that. But, but, but if you want real, truly unbiased, real reviews, real reactions to these shows, Check out This yeah. Is Work, man. You're yeah. not going to get the better old guys who can't get out of the past. You're going to get people who watch this shit. Shit. You know, I can't even I can't even put them over without getting my little yeah. damn digs in on yeah. the WWE. Yeah. But no, no shit, guys. Check them out, man. Uh, David Hayes, uh, uh, Chris Barnes, man. Dave Hensley is the producer, man. These guys are great. Definitely check them out. Uh, Sweet Feathery Jesus, you know, our friends yeah. over there. I've got to put those guys over. I think they got a new one coming out really soon. Lebowski. God, I don't think I'm pronouncing that right. You're E-Man, motherfucker. You're always going to be E-Man to me. You are E-Man grooving. E-Man yeah. G to your real friends, bro. You're yep, E-Man yep. G. 
Uh, who else, man? Uh, the Midnight Drive-In with Gary Klein, a friend of mine. Man, I haven't seen him in forever. We need to do something about that. But that show is tremendous, man. Right. And, brother, I am addicted to WTAU, Pee Wee Ridge Nation, and Papa Jack. Yes. I, I worked on a little Photoshop project yesterday, and I listened to Papa Jack for about six hours yesterday. And, brother, I'm ready to go back and listen to him some more. I'm going back into the archives, man. I'm caught up. I got to go back, and I got to catch him, man. Those, everyone I just mentioned, and I'm thinking if I forgot anybody, Probably the Millennium Wrestling Federation. Millennium Wrestling yeah, Federation. Hey, Buzz, you like wrestling? Hey. <laughs> we love it. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yank. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, man, the MWF, hey, man. Rocks. Hey, yo. <laughs> but you got to put those guys over, man. Uh, Keith Matthews, Outlaw, man. Thank you, brother, for everything you've done for the Puds. Even though you're a piece of shit in the ring, I think, man. I don't know. Yeah, God damn it, I ain't kept up, man. Mm. I need. Oh, shit, I just told on myself. Oh. Uh, if you're a baby face and he's the greatest, if he's a heel, he's a Absolute. piece of shit. Absolutely. <laughs> but no shit, man. Yeah. We want to thank uh, Jeff and we want to thank the Millennium Wrestling Federation and put those guys over. They yeah. got a show coming up, not this Saturday, but the next. We'll have a date next time, man. God damn, you know I don't have one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't have it now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, Mike, brother, anything you want to end us with, man? Pudsworth, you got anything? You know? Mike, you got anything, brother? Not much, man. Uh, I, I was just, I was glad to do this episode. This one was fun, yeah. man. And uh, no, it, it's been a long time coming, and and, yes. and to one of my favorite wrestlers, and absolutely, you know, here we go. Last salute to Dick. Yes, man. Uh, I'm not a drinker anymore, but Mikey Payne is over here taking tequila shots <laughs> before twelve o'clock on Sunday. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Even though I don't drink anymore, when I get home, that's I what Dicky would want. I would definitely do a something special for Dick Slater when I get home yeah. and smoke me some weed. I mean, yeah. fuck it. I'll put, I'll put it out there. I don't give hey, a put, Hey, put, it out. <laughs> Let me put, out, put something else out there. Uh, Charlotte just re- received their uh, first dispensary. What? It's yes. a real one, though. It yeah, it is. Real. It can't have real weed in it. I mean, hell, we, we illegal, man. Is it just CBD shit like that? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. You, uh, buy, you yeah. buy CBD. Or, yeah. yeah. I always get CBD and CDB mixed up because of the Charlie Daniels, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. always mix it up, yeah. man. Uh, I think you can get that in Lincoln, man. You can get that. Uh, you yeah. can. Uh, yeah, yeah, you can. No. Yeah. yeah, you can get it up at the head shop, man. You get down here near look my up, place, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah man. Right C- CBD's legal, man. Charlotte's first uh, dispensary. Yeah, they can't be doing, like, real weed, man, because real weed's illegal. Because, you know, Jesus don't want to smoke weed, you know, because, you know, it well, I mean, grows out of the ground. Medicinal, Sorry. I mean, you know. Nah, not even medicinal in North Carolina, man. Nah. Oh, trust me, bro. If it goes medicinal, I will have a card. <laughs> I'm going to be the first motherfucker in line. Oh, man, my back hurts. My neck hurts. My eyes hurt. I got glaucoma. We're going to have to do it. We're going to have to do an episode that, that actually takes it and explains everything. Like like just weed in general like we, let's we not know. have another Kip Fry incident. Oh Jesus, where's this thing at? <laughs> I mean, I could I could promise you, man. CBD's legal everywhere. It's legal in all fifty states. Yeah, you can get in North Carolina. You mean like, you can open up one here in town? Do they got one? Where the head shop, man, uptown in Boger City, where the XOXOs are. Yeah. Uh huh. That's right a head shop, man. Yeah, they got CBD. They got bongs. Fucking. I mean, I've never been in there. Uh, Bullshit. I'm in there all the time. Okay. No, I haven't been in there but a couple times. What, no, man, yeah, what, yeah. what about the uh, foot massage place with Sarah? Oh, I ain't been in there yet, man. Yeah. <laughs> no, I thought about it a couple times. I just, ah, man, I I don't really need anything rubbed or tugged. You know what I mean? I know what that really means. <laughs> Head shop, Asian t- uh, massage parlor, you know. Hello. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Don't for the weed, stay for the jerk. Yeah. I, don't <laughs> I, 
hey, man, we better cut this son of a bitch off, man. I got to know this. Oh, yeah, no, man, it's legal. It's legal in all 50 states, brother. Just look up CDB legal. Son of a... No, I found it just because that's for the age. Oh. What? <laughs> what did you... Where are you <laughs> into? <laughs> Carolina dispensaries. Well, hell. But no, nah, man, they don't have, like, real shit there. It's it's just... It, it's not it's legal, fine. man. What is it? What is it? Tell it's me what it is. Never uh, one in Charlotte. Say what now? Medical. <laughs> man, I look... Man, nah, man, that shit can't be. All right, I know what I'm searching. I'm, when I yeah, get home, man. I, I, dude, I'm telling you, bro. There's no way that on, shit's legal. It was big on the the news. Uh, no, man, it can't be, dude. I mean, dude, trust me, man. I keep up with this shit. <laughs> you must have missed this one. Nah, man. What, I, what were you at? I was high. Hey. No, <laughs> nah, I don't know, man. Uh, like I said, I can almost guarantee you, brother. Now, they may be setting it up for the future. Uh-huh. You know, like, I mean, dude, let me, let's be honest, man. It's going to be legal everywhere very soon. In fact, I'm surprised it's not already been made legal now. Well, with the really, it depends on how these votes go. Well, that's what I'm saying, man. Like, this with the midterms, I yeah. figured that it would already been pushed. Hey, bro, I, I, I know we ain't supposed to talk politics, and, I, and I'm not trying to get too political. I'm surprised the Republicans haven't used it to, to help their numbers. Oh, for sure. To get, to get more, like, liberal-type people to vote for them. Uh, see, yeah, man. Let's see, let's see here. Uh, first, can of can of boys. See how it's, what it's saying, man. It's uh-huh. not it's not weed. That's can of or whatever. BDO. I can't fucking talk. I can't. Believe, man. <laughs> 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 yeah, man. It's it's just about um. Yeah. It's everything but real weed, man. But it's a step in the right direction. That I will say, man. It's absolutely a, a step in the right direction. So it's not there yet, brother. Don't worry. As soon as that shit passes, I you will. You will hear me praising it. You will hear me praising that shit on the mountaintop. I'll be like, hell yeah. <laughs> but nah, man. Yeah, CBD is still, uh, it's legal. It's legal everywhere. But we're brothers. Why is it that it's taking this long to get just the first one in Charlotte? I Man, dude, they've, I know, dude, I know Infinity's End was selling that shit. Really? They were selling CDB oil. CBD, yeah. CBD oil, yes. Yeah. Like I say, man, you can buy, hell, I think you can buy some gas stations. If um, they, King something? King, yeah, 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 yeah man. Yeah, yeah they sold it in some gas stations, wow. man, yeah. I think what it is, Mike, I don't, I can't say for sure, but what I think is they're just looking to the future. Right. They're, they're getting the CBD yeah. in there, they're making it into the dispensary, and then once uh, the medical does become legal, which it will any any day now, then they're going to be like, hey, man, the doors are here. Right. That's what I Yeah. Think, man. Well, brother, on that note, man, awesome. I, man, I need to quit a minute and I'll break the law on here. Hey, you know. It's <laughs> yeah. like what Joe Rogan said. I was listening to Joe Rogan the other day. He was like, you know what? You can actually just come on to a podcast and say whatever what the, the fuck, fuck you, you want. want. The fuck you and want, nobody man. gets upset. Yeah, man, because I know nobody at my job listens, and that's really the only place yeah. that I'd be concerned with. Yeah. But, um, you know, so that that's cool. Right. But, I mean, hell, brother. I mean, even then. Yeah. I mean, you say it in, any, like, town publications, anything like that, you know, even on a national-wide level, if you go on, like, you know, Conan or... or right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anything like that, you say any shit like that, you know, People will lose their mind. You can say it on a podcast. Sure the fuck nobody gives a shit. And you know, man, I think even with with the um, God, the outlook and the and the view of people have on cannabis now, dude. I mean, that old archaic yeah. shit is dying out every day. Yeah. Um, you, you know, in fact, man, somebody got busted in Lincoln growing up. Dude, they, the cops just happened upon it. Right. The guy was like, "Yeah, man, I got a little grow operation." Couldn't tell if he was selling. It. Hell, it might have been for personal use only, man. Yeah. But nonetheless, dude, I was on the, and I even made a comment myself on the Lincoln Times uh, 
Facebook post about it, and everybody down the line. One person says something negative, but come to find out that person had a personal beef with the person who got caught. Ah, so, okay. so they were like, well, he fucked me over on my car or some shit. And it's like, you're not even talking about the real situation. You're, you're mad at him because you think he shit on you yeah. with a mechanic issue. But everybody else is like, this is stupid. I mean, yeah. just down the line. In other words, man, the, the winds would change. Even here in our white bread town, which I love our white bread town, mm-hmm. but even our white bread town in Lincoln, North Carolina, is starting to come around. Yeah. And they're starting to see how ridiculous these cannabis laws are. Yeah. So once again, man, the wind changes there, and we're going to have legalization any day now. So one of these days, we're going to leave some back on the podcast. We're like, well, damn, Jason wasn't really, you know, breaking the law. I mean, maybe- <laughs> 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 All right, yeah. y'all, man. Let's go ahead and cut this some bitch All off right. before I do get in trouble. Yep, yep. But anyway, Puzzworth, brother, thank you again, man, yes. for being here, bro. We appreciate your man. help, man. Yeah. We gave you a little bit of shit today, but uh, yeah. but uh, you deserved every fucking second. I mean, I'm very much. <laughs> 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 no, nah, man, we appreciate you helping us out, man. Thank you. Well, Mike, brother, you got anything you want to end us with? No, nah, we're good. All right, man. Well, until next week, you guys have a good one, and uh, we'll see you next week. Have a good one. I always try to end it with y'all have a good one. I just yeah. fucked that all up. We're going to have to do the whole thing over, yeah, buddy. Do the whole thing over. Take two. Dicks. Dicks. <laughs> and not only that, David, I understand we're right at the end of our program. No. We have got to go. This has been a great event. There's some people out there that hate us for this.